Cherry Pop Horror. Good evening, and welcome to Cherry Pop Horror, the horror movie podcast where it's always someone's first time. Your host is Jacob, and in this show they tackle all things horror, be they your classic slashes, gore fests, monster flicks, kids horror animated. Basically, if it's got enough horror themes to it, they'll give it a watch. If you've seen the movie before, just sit back and relax. If not, don't worry. They'll be running through the plot, talking about the tricks and the treats, and just generally having a good laugh. If you'd like to get in on the discussion, you can send them an email, cherrypopora at gmail.com, and or following them on Twitter, at cherrypophorror. Okay, here we go. Happy Halloween! <laughs> I have been to a summer camp before, all the way back when. I was 10 or 11, maybe. We learned orientation, we looked at bugs under the microscope, and most importantly, were graded on absolutely everything we did within said camp. It was a school trip, and maybe that's different to the American summer camp that in itself has become something of a horror staple. Does seem to be the case anyway. Camps are one of those places that seem like so much fun till it's dark and you're there alone. You know, like the mall or your bathroom when you have to get up to pee. So it's time we take a moment and look at what's possibly the root of this uncomfortable fear with this week's movie. Hello Jade and welcome back to Cherry Pop Horror. Uh, what's your piece when you play a game of Monopoly? Like what My piece do you grab piece. out of the box? Oh, I usually go for the thimble. The thimble? Funnily enough, it's just... Sleepy. Is it the shape? Is it just a satisfying shape? I don't quite know how to answer that, really. Not in a... Not, <laughs> not in that way, Jade. I'm sorry, Jesus. you know, I'm not usually asked questions like this. Well, you know, because, like, you, you, well, you got, like, the iron and things like that, which are kind of hard to pick up. I suppose, yeah, I and see what around you the mean, board. It is the, just a little guy. The thimble, you just sort of nudge along, like, yeah. you don't have to... Yeah. I always okay. pick the dog. I like the dog. No, good choice. It's a, it's a terrier, isn't it? It's yeah, I think so. Yeah, a, a British terrier, and it's like quite—I don't know—it just feels like it has a character. Mm. I enjoy that. Mm. I don't like all these new pieces they added in the in the modern games. I think it's a little too much. Yeah, I think they've got like T Rexes and shit now, don't they? Yeah, there's there's like a cat as well. There's I think a... there's a. Oh, the, I did like the hat as well. To be honest, I oh, thought, the hat I thought was it was cute fun. that they had like a hat and a boot and stuff. It's like yeah, I like the little shoe. The no, little shoe was quite cute as well. No correlation whatsoever to no. the game, but it's like oh, I'll just put yeah. a little hat on there. That'd just be a sad little shoe. <laughs> or an iron, God yeah. forbid, you know? So our movie is uh, all about a summer camp, and it, what feels like half the movie has a game of Monopoly running throughout. Yes. Because this week it was Jade's first time watching Friday the 13th from 1980. Hello? Who's that? Oh, hi. What are you doing out in this mess?
doing anything. We were just messing up. Classic to to have the honour to to watch and yes, what got, an experience. You got one of the legacy movies, Jade. One of the like <laughs> it's because most people have seen these. Yeah, well, <laughs> all right then. But this will be releasing in October on Friday the thirteenth. Well, hello, Halloween people. Yeah, welcome to a very spooky Halloween special of Cherry Pop Horror. Welcome to you from the past, you're in the future. That's kind of spooky. Oh, I know, right? Because we record these several months in advance, but. <laughs> No one has to know. Yeah. So yeah, this is exciting. I'm 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 happy to be finally taking on some of the legacy movies because we did we did like Hellraiser quite a while ago, and then I don't think we've really done one since then. Mm. So this is exciting. I'm excited to be back. This is good fun always. Yes. And you get this is your first like horror horror. Yes, because you let me watch a couple of easy ones first. Yeah, we did. Well, we did Beetlejuice first, which is yes. heavily comedy. And sort of just a weird Tim Burton fever dream. Yes. And then yes. we did, and then we did, what was the second one? We, we did Shaun of the Dead. Dead. Yes. That's right. Which is which very was gory, very yeah. gory, but not really horror horror. It was more kind of a, kind of an action sort of slap. Yeah. 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 And now here we are with like a proper horror slasher, yeah. one of the classics. Mm. So let's, let's dive right into it. Please. Uh, so we open on complete silence and I thought I'd accidentally muted the video. To be honest, I had the same problem. <laughs> Because my iTunes was messing up. I actually found it on iTunes. I started watching and I was like, hello? Yeah. I was sat there and I was just like, oh, fuck, have I pressed a button? Have I muted it? the captions were coming up, but I was like, like I don't what? hear any sound effects in the background. You're like, what? Excuse me? And then uh, slowly fading in, we get campfire songs. It's basically Kumbaya. It's basically Kumbaya. Yes. Kumbaya. Kumbaya. And there's just a whole lot of counselors sat around a camp, uh, around a fireplace. They're not even outside. Yeah. Just around a fireplace, singing songs, and we get the title card telling us that this is Camp Crystal Lake in 1958. There's a group of counsellors and campers all sitting... I think there's campers there, or is it just the counsellors? Um, I don't know, actually. I, if I recall, they all look the same age, so... Possibly just the counsellors, then? Yeah, the other... I think maybe the other kids were probably in bed or something. Maybe, yeah, and this this is with the... Because the, these are all what... I was trying to judge the age of these counsellors. Are they yeah. meant to be, like, 
teens or are they meant to be like early 20s? To me, I well, obviously, most of them will be in their twenties for you know the actors for the actual to, actors, for, yeah, for, for reasons, uh, for, yes, for obvious reasons, <laughs> which we will get into later. Mm. Um, you know, not exactly thrilled about some of those reasons, but we move on. Yes, <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> I rest my case. So, what, early twenties, probably. I would, maybe? I would as, say as characters, as characters, probably, probably like late teens, late then, teens, like nineteen twenty, somewhere around there. Uh, like yeah, just about, just about to head off to college, I would say. And so. this is like what you do in the summer before their last you head off hurrah, to co- yes. Yeah, their last sort of party weekend. You know, the the oh, I'm going to college next year. I won't see you again. Sort of. Yeah. You know. Let's go make out in the barn. Yeah. Well, I uh, yes, <laughs> onto that. We watch as someone. <laughs> we, we must. <laughs> yes. We watch as someone enters uh, one of the cabins, and we get the first. Yeah, I've so cool. only ever heard that sound as a joke before, so... <laughs> when you actually get it. <laughs> yeah, when I, I actually heard it, I was like, huh? <laughs> Did you know it was from, from Friday the 13th? I did or... not. I oh, okay. It was just like a generic horror sound, and then I was just oh. like... Because I heard, um, so I think it was Game Grumps I was watching, and mm. they played it in the background as like a joke. One of them was yeah. like doing it in the back while the other was playing the game. And <laughs> just it's hmm, it's I've so heard this before but in the wrong context <laughs> i really like it it's quite creepy yeah and because they change um, we'll get onto it later but they change like the tempo and the like speed at which the kiki mama happens yeah and it actually it can make it things feel more intense or less intense depending on like what the killer is doing at any given point it's definitely it's definitely a pacing thing for sure yeah for sure and it works really really well it does even though i'm not quite sure how the killer is making that sound <laughs> I don't think it, I don't think it's the killer. We'll talk about what I think it is nearer the end of the movie mm. when we get the reveal of who the killer is, mm. because there is, you know, there's theories about what that is, and it's actually, okay. It's yeah. See, so it goes, it goes deeper than it I goes deeper. The well goes like, deeper. Oh, funny sound. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, all of the uh, horror buffs want to kill me now. <laughs> Jade, Jade is new to horror. Yes, please be kind. <laughs> be, be, be kind. I'm baby. <laughs> Yeah, I put, oh, that's just fucking classic. As soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, yes. Give me that <laughs> oh, shit right yes. in the veins. <laughs> uh, the person seems to walk around the cabin checking on the sleeping children mm. um, before leaving out the back door. Two of the counsellors who are singing, kumbaya, make eyes at one another as they finish singing. Then walk off together as the others go back to singing. They head to the barn and start making out. Lovely. Everyone's favourite thing to watch on TV. Awkward people making out. And it just had to be teens, didn't it? You know? Yeah. They gotta make you feel weird for watching. And the words here are... uh, The the lines here are so weird. It's, um, does Marion kiss as, as good as I do? And he says, how would I know? And she's like, oh, you... And I'm just like... Is that the culture that the 50s had? They were talking about Maybe. kissing other girls? I don't know. Is that hot? But she was just like, oh, you, stop <laughs> it. Stop talking about cheating on me. Oh, you. And my note here just says, damn, he is slut. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He get around. <laughs> oh, he's slutty. Oh, he, oh, he nasty. <laughs> <laughs> they head up to the rafters of the barn and start getting frisky. Mm. They even put down like a little blanket or something yeah, to sit on. Yeah, which was a little... <laughs> which is like, okay, just, you know, sure. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Make it romantic, I guess. Yeah, just doing it on a... Dusty old blanket. I was going to say, does it, how long is that thing in? Probably moldy. Probably a little got bit. a few moths in it. Somewhere. You don't want mold down there. Mm-mm. Like, let's I, just... <laughs> all right. <laughs> let's not. No more. <laughs> 
no more. <laughs> the mysterious stranger who we saw walking around uh, hears them and then heads upstairs into the barn because they, they enter the barn and then they hear them making out upstairs. Yes. So heads upstairs. Absolute sicko, by the way. Just what, absolutely just on them? slowly walking up the stairs like, mm. What you doing? <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. You making out? You made a fair watch. Can I stabby stabby? <laughs> I gotta know. You wouldn't, you wouldn't. You want to try? The couple hears a creak on the steps and try to explain themselves to whoever the stranger is. Mm. I really like the fact that we haven't seen who it is and we don't see who it is until the very end of the movie. Yeah. It's just like a point of view camera. Yeah. Which I is, really like I it. I love that form of um, cinematography is when they do point of views and the, yeah. it's them acting to a camera, which is so hard to yes. do. Because you, you've got no one to bounce off of. You can't look at them and go, how am yeah, I absolutely. feeling in relation to you? It's just... It's a piece of technology. And they've just got to sort of imagine someone looking at them or talking to them. Imagine a murderer where there is, in fact, a a minimal wage paid guy standing there trying to film you. (laughs) (laughs) He's trying his best. But the guy, whoever he is, the the teenage boy, is trying to explain himself. And he's just like, oh, we weren't doing anything, I swear, while he zips up his fucking pants. Yeah, and she's rebuttoning her shirt. And she's rebuttoning her shirt. That's (laughs) Nothing wrong here. He gets stabbed immediately. Yeah. And sort of keels over onto a sack and just dies. Or bleeds? I, I assume he's bleeding out. I should assume he's bleeding out. You know. And then the killer starts heading for the girl, mm-hmm. and she goes back and forth, <laughs> back and forth. Here we go, one more time. It's like it's like it's like a crate in the middle of the room, and she yeah. keeps going like one side, other side, one side, <laughs> other side. Just for like playing oh, tag. Oh, no, please don't. No, don't kill me. No, I totally couldn't just run around behind you and get out of here. No. <laughs> it's brilliant. I really like it, but it did make me laugh. Yes. It was very funny. It's just the it's just definitely a difference now with yeah, modern, modern such horror. Such a difference is more in like how direct. It's yeah. more like no immediate action. And less like theatrical. Modern horror's less theatrical, it's more like trying to be realistic. Like yes. what would your actual reaction be up to front. this? And like, it's very upfront. It's like you are faced with this now, what are you doing? Yeah. And with, with that sort of As reaction, to this it's quite no, don't, don't do it. <laughs> it's literally like scary movie. Oh, stop it, Mr. Killer. Please don't kill me. <laughs> oh my gosh, stop it. But she goes back and forth, but eventually, you know, the killer closes in on them. She screams, and we get a freeze frame of her face as she screams, mm-hmm. and we fade out. We get a title card telling us that this is Friday the 13th, and it comes in and it smashes against the screen like it's smashing glass. Ooky spooky. Ooky spooky. So, so ooky spooky. The credits roll over a black screen, and I love the fact that it's brass music. Mm. Yes. Because most horror movies use, like, violins and, yeah. like, strings. Like, I always think of, like, Insidious and, and um, God, Sinister and stuff like that. They use the heavy, heavy use of, like, high-pitched violins yes. just to get the, the horror across. And piano, very high piano. Yeah. And that sort of but thing. The, but Friday the 13th goes, like, <laughs> with fucking horns. And I'm like... Yes. Love it. It's so, so good. The entire brass section is in there like, yeah. Yeah, get the trumpets. (laughs) So we've got the whole brass in there and then it starts mixing in with violins. And I just think it's beautiful music. Like really, really good horror music. Composition. And it's mixed in with the Kikimamama as well, Mm. which is playing in the background. We cut to present day on another Friday the 13th. We're not sure when this is. Yes, because it's just present. It's just present day. It's certainly not right now. So this movie came out in 1980, <laughs> so it must be 1980 or 1979 or yeah. something like just that. Just assuming 
so that around that time, probably yeah. like late seventies, early eighties, because yeah. there would have been filming the year before, probably. Right? Yeah, this is the beginning of the eighties, so this movie doesn't feel like an eighties movie. It doesn't. No. Like it doesn't have that aesthetic to it. It does seem more seventies, especially yeah. with the fashion and everything. Yeah, especially with the fashion and things yes. like that. It feels like a seventies movie, and yeah. it's because it was right on the edge before the eighties had time to like develop as a as a cultural identity yes well yeah of course yeah, yeah. so <laughs> hadn't hit its stride hadn't at all hit, yeah because we just hit 1980 so despite the fact that this is an 80s movie it does definitely feel like a 70s movie mm. we see a girl she's walking through a seemingly empty town yeah like why is there no one here i assume it's just early in the morning yeah everyone I must assume. be working i guess or something but it's like no cars or anything like that and she's got a massive fucking backpack the on classic backpackers style yeah. like rolled up blanket or whatever yeah on the top. I've I've packed my entire house into this into this yeah. backpack. <laughs> exactly. Yes, she's trying to find her way to Camp Crystal Lake. Uh, she asks at a local store or a diner or a combination of the boat of them both. Mm. I think it's like both because there's people like having their breakfast, but there's also shelves of shit. Yeah, like as a well. like a cafe diner sort of thing, kind of yeah. more of a morning morning. Yeah, like, people go morning there for like, late night. Yeah, like, not really like your lunch type place. Or go there first thing in the morning, have waffles and coffee and head out yeah kind of the before and after work type of thing strikes me as yeah and she mentions she's looking for camp crystal lake and the first thing first thing one of them says is camp blood they're opening that place up again <laughs> which like, is already a great first impression yeah that's kind of a, 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 a just a tiny red flag yeah like a miniature a, a little one it's a blood colored flag you know? a blood camp you say i'm heading there to, to, <laughs> to be a cook can't wait will i get to cook some blood this this lady seems oddly vacant. Yeah. When, whenever the like bad shit's mentioned, she's like, "Oh, you're so silly." She's so ditzy. It's great. <laughs> she's like, like, she's just she's not even just like trying her best. You not know? even like a tiny bit worried about it. It's like, huh, anyway, I just want to get where I'm going. Yes. <laughs> and one of the truckers offers her a ride. Says, uh, "Yeah, I can give you a lift over to the entrance of Camp Crystal Lake." So this girl is Annie. Mm. We finally learn her name. And as they're walking out of the, the cafe or shop or whatever it is, they meet um, the local crazy man, Ralph. You know, the local crazy man. We all got one of those, Yeah, right? we all got one. Yeah, totally. Is, <laughs> that, is that a 70s thing as well? Did they, did the they local... just have the town no. crazy man? No, no, this is this is such a, a, a cliche horror trope. <laughs> the one guy that knows the truth, but no one listens because it's he's the, crazy. I think it's called the, the Harbinger of Doom, mm. is what they're called. Mm. Is the, is the person who goes, don't go up there, you'll die! And they've either got to have, like, some mental issues or some kind yeah. of, like, physical deformity that makes them look a little different. And the main characters everyone. have to ignore them and thus, like... <laughs> oh, you! The peril they go and, and, and experience is thus their own fault because they didn't listen to that one man who was called, like, Crazy Joe. Yeah, I was literally <laughs> just going to say, oh, just don't worry about Crazy Joe. Don't worry Joe. about Crazy Old Joe. I love leaving his name, but we're just no. like, yeah, Crazy Joe, don't worry about uh, him. Ralph stops them and warns her not to go to Camp Crystal Lake. Which is, you know, the first immediate thing where you're like, maybe I should listen. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't go to Camp Crystal Lake. Maybe because two people have told me not to go now. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> I mean, the lady didn't say don't go there. She just said Camp Blood. They're opening that place up again? <laughs> uh, you know, with the murder and such. Hmm. Yeah, a couple of people murdered, a kid drowned, you know. It's uh, whatever. Uh, Annie is going to be the camp cook, we learn, and the trucker tells her to quit now. The camp is jinxed. Two kids were murdered in 58, and another kid... Dr um, and a... No, sorry, a kid drowned in 58, and two were murdered in 59. Mm. 
And there's the it's had bad water since sixty two, he said, but I don't know what that means. I think it means the the water supplies is busted. Maybe probably like not not sanitary. Or is or it more of a or is it more of a like um superstitious if, thing? I don't know if that or if it's some kind of colloquial thing that's like you know like cursed. like bad juju. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, if that's that camp crystal lake of bad water. Not in sixty two. It literally, to be honest, I was like, oh, I mean, it could be maybe, maybe the water supply is just you know getting people diseased. I mean, a, you know, a kid drowned in there, so his body might still be in there, decomposing. Yeah, mm. mm. want to go swimming? Let's, let's grab a <laughs> cup of fresh lake water. <laughs> Don't forget to put some salt in there. Oh. <laughs> we learned that uh, somebody bought it recently mm. and has been fixing it up and this is the fi- first year it's going to be open again so camp crystal lake is gonna uh finally accept campers again hooray can't wait i know let right? me in already <laughs> i can't wait to be murdered oh uh, so exciting he drops her off at the cemetery which i thought was just poetically beautiful exactly he's just oh he's fine you yeah know. camp crystal lake it's about a mile that way <laughs> to your left you'll see the grave of the kid who died there yeah. to your right there's the two that yeah. died the next year yeah. you know just in case you need any more reasons this is where those two teens were buried who were stabbed mysteriously <laughs> in in 59 yeah, oh who, and i think the kid who drowned in 58 he's in here somewhere uh, yeah oh just back there just oh, a but, little but camp crystal lake's just a mile that mm-hmm. way you'll be fine yeah just just walk just think about uh, what she, you've done she thanks him and starts walking again she's just so nonchalant about all of this. I know, I love she's it. so she's just going her own way and it's so yeah. she's yeah she's off on her merry Endearing. way doing the what was it the the hikers on hitchhiking as she's uh, as she's hiking th- uh, across the roads we now cut to three teens in a car heading to camp including a very young and very sexy looking kevin bacon <laughs> to be fair i didn't even recognize the guy really yeah I don't he he does look stuff. very young. I think it's because he's got such a like um, distinct like facial structure mm. that I'm immediately just like. Who was he Kevin again? Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Yes, remind me. Oh, he's in so many things. Um, What's well, something I would know? As, uh, as I know him from like movie. a lot of horror movies. Well, there we go. There's the first problem. He was in. He was in the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. <laughs> That's a niche. <laughs> I watched, I watched the first two movies. I no, he's not in that. Special. Yeah, well, there you go. That's um, do, is it Dirty Dancing or Footloose that he's in? He's in one of those. He was basically a teen heartthrob from, like, the 80s. Mm. And then became sort of an action star as he got a bit older. He was in R.I.P.D. Oh, yes, I see. I recognize that face now. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I see. He's been in a lot of movies. And the minute you said, can you name some, I went, oh, my God, no, I can't uh. now. <laughs> It's the minute someone says, oh, name one. You're like, oh, yes. I've and you're like, especially when you're like, I went, oh, Tremors. And you're like, not a horror movie. Oh, God. Uh, uh, they, them. Oh, no, no, not a horror movie. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> Flatliners. Oh, no, that's a horror too. Um. <laughs> but yes, Kevin Bacon. Mm. Very young and kind of sexy. <laughs> All right. But he's there, he's there with his girlfriend, Marcy. Mm. I think it's Marcy. Yes. Honestly, I have a note later where I said I can't wait for some of these kids to die because I keep mixing them up. To be fair, I wasn't <laughs> remembering their names either. I had to wait until the last, until the credits I to remember- figure out who the character I liked the most was because mm. I forgot their name. <laughs> there was n- uh, this. This is um, Jack, ke- played by Kevin Bacon. Mm. Oh, I see. Yes. Yeah, Jack, Marcy, his girlfriend, and their friend Ned. 
Neddy. So three of them in a car, they're counsellors, and they're heading to Camp Crystal Lake to go help set up before the campers arrive. Because the campers won't be arriving for like another week or two, I think they said. Yes. Something yeah. like that. Uh, a couple of weeks, I think. They're doing like repairs. Getting and, it like, set up. Yeah. Making sure the pantry's stocked, fixing all the roof, uh, all the roofing and stuff like that. Mm. Which is great. Uh, we see the owner chopping wood. Uh, this is Steve. Uh, who wears short shorts? I wear short shorts. Ah, uh, <laughs> short shorts is an understatement. Those aren't even shorts anymore. The amount of thread on those, barely covering what's there. No shirt, shorts that only just cover the genitals. If you needed any more red flags, here's another one. (laughs) But it's okay because every man in this movie wears these short shorts. Did you notice that Kevin Bacon and Ned and Billy, I think, all wear these short shorts at some point? The barely disguised fetish, am I right? (laughs) Barely disguised being the the height of those shorts. (laughs) It's like when, you know, because it, was, it wasn't okay to be gay back in the day, so it would have been like, oh, we have to try and hide our, our like, yes. our, our homoerotic stuff. Oh, just <laughs> just dress all of them in short shorts. Yeah, and just add in a few kissing scenes with some straight couples. It's fine. <laughs> they won't notice. They'll be too distracted. But I just immediately thought of that scene from Family Guy where Joe ends up with, like, his wife's legs or something like that. <laughs> And then he's just like, he's prancing around. He's like, who wears short shorts? I wear short shorts. <laughs> I just immediately thought of that. But we uh, uh, we now get um, introduced to the characters by name. Yeah, we got Jack, played by Kevin Bacon, and Marcy and Ned, who are the teens from the car. We are introduced to Alice as yes. well. Or so- Alice? Annie? Alice. Is it Alice? Alice is, yes. Oh, I think yes, I switched I think, to calling her Annie the... halfway through the movie. Because Annie, <laughs> Annie was the first one in the car. Oh, and he's the cook. Yes. And he's the cook. That's right. Okay, yeah, this is yes. Alice. Very okay. similar names, though. So if I end up calling her Annie, just... Alice! <laughs> yeah, just be like, it's Alice. Alice. Because I think I started calling her Annie. Like I said, it was very hard with these counsellors. Yeah, it, it was, to be honest. This is Alice, and she mentions that there's a couple more counsellors coming. Um, they're in a rush to get the camp set up before the campers arrive. We still got a mini montage of them fixing some roofs, painting the like um, the cabin walls and stuff like that. And we learn that Alice loves to draw. Yes. And can I just say, I actually thought she was absolutely beautiful when I saw her. I was just like, hello. <laughs> she is gorgeous. She is. She's, She's just stunning. classic 70s hair and just like yeah. very delicate face. Adorable. I love her. She's so cute. And she and Steve, the owner, mm. Steve, the owner, have some sort of relationship that I was trying yes. to figure out. And uh, I thought she was supposed to be a teenager like the rest of them. So I'm a little yeah. confused on that front. Especially with some of the close-ups. She looks very young. Yes. And to be honest... Like, I, I know that back in the day they used to look, with with the fashion and everything, they looked a lot older because of mm. the, the sort of more... Like the hairstyles Old-fashioned makes them look older. Yes. With the, with the, the hair and the, the specific kinds of, like, blouses they had and everything made them look more adult. Yeah. So it was kind of confusing, to be honest. It was very weird. The, the context was, I was like, a little how cloudy. Because Steve definitely looks like mid-30s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, approaching, approaching sort of... The danger zone. <laughs> Where he starts to go a bit grey. Yeah, a little creepy. But they have some sort of relationship that's hinted at because, like, they mention, yeah. she mentions that she wants to leave and he says, you know, we can make this work. We'll just stay a couple more weeks and if you still don't feel like it, then then that's all good. You, you can leave. Yeah. And at some point she does mention her family as well, so it's not like she's living on her own or anything. Yeah. She's staying away from home, so it's kind And of- we get the idea because he flicks through her, like, sketch pad. Yes. And he's like, oh, when did you draw this one? And she was like, last night. And he's like, do I really look like that? Yeah. And I was like, oh, so you guys like sleep 
sleep together? Mm. Are you a couple? Or are you just are you just having tea, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of relationship? Just friends with benefits. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh, but we don't know how old Alice is. Yes. So. Possibly questionable. Yes, quite possibly. There is some questions. There are, I have I, no answers. <laughs> yes, I have no answers because this movie's like too many questions. Forty-three years old now. Yes. Oh God. I know, right? <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm literally half that age, and I'm just like, oh, oh, oh. Okay. Uh, Alice says she'll stay for a week more, but if she's not feeling it, then she'll leave. Uh, we meet Bill, who's painting the docks. All the and we, we learn that all the counselors except for Annie have has have arrived mm. and he's going to be the camp cook and they're just waiting on her to help set up the pantry uh someone watches uh bill and alice from the woods they're having a conversation and we get that point of view shot of someone far off in the woods just watching them very creepy yes i really like it i love that camera shot like it gets used a the, lot in this movie mm. and it's just it makes you feel a lot more involved because it's like yes it's almost like you're the one watching so it's kind of like yeah why am i here <laughs> What you, am I doing? Yeah, it feels violating to yes. be put in that position. Instead of watching someone else watching them, where you're just like, ooh. Because then you need more camera shots, and it's just to, to explain the same thing. Yeah. It doesn't give the same feeling, so. Instead of it being super creepy that you're like, oh, it's like I'm watching yeah, them. Oh, I'm, I'm invading I'm there. I'm the creep. I shouldn't be watching this movie. Yeah. Steve leaves the counselors to finish setting up. He goes back to town, I think, to pick up some stuff. Um, and yes, my note here just says, oh my god, every guy with short shorts, not complaining, just observing. <laughs> you know what? Why would I expect anything different? I think they're all like standing in a semicircle while, while Steve is just like, okay, I'm heading back to town. You kids know what to do. If you need anything, just give me a call or whatever like that. And it was just like, there's, there's Jack and Ned and Bill all, all standing there with their short shorts. And I'm Posing like, in the shorts. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not complaining, but y'all are wearing short, very short shorts. <laughs> I guess they uh, ran out of material yeah, halfway I through. So. Just had to had to keep giving them these. It's shorts. a it's a fashion thing. Okay, <laughs> it's definitely not a. a yes, the designers for this movie definitely didn't have. It's a not a mildly homoerotic thing. Don't worry all. about it. Just don't. It's, just, it's, it's like, and then we get into the eighties where you know guys start wearing crop tops. Yeah, which hello, so, bring that back, please. Yes, I want to see some guy midriff. Why not? Why not? Please. I have no like. reasons. I have zero <laughs> reasons why not. They set up the archery range next. Um, Ned nearly shoots Brenda with an arrow Which as is a joke. Immediately a red flag. <laughs> like, <laughs> Where you're like, him, he's the murderer. Yeah, no, it's the fact that she's like, oh my god, you nearly killed me. Haha, <laughs> stop it. Like, oh no! Girl, she chases him off. Girl, run. <laughs> I'm like, that was an actual arrow. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you're so sexy when you're angry. It's like, no, I was like, dude, fuck off. Communication is important in a relationship. I don't think they're in a relationship, are they? Because No, they're I like think, a will they, won't they sort of like I don't know, because I think banter. Isn't Ned simping for Marcy, but Marcy's with Jack? Because we see I think the, we see I him think kind of spying like, on them later. I think the dynamic was supposed to be Something um, like that. Kind of Jack and Marcy are like the the sort hot of couple. The the couple, and then obviously he's left with whoever's left over. So <laughs> Which is Brenda. He's kind of testing the waters with everyone else. Yeah. Obviously he knows her. Like, well, Alice has got something going on with Steve, so the only one who's, like, free is yeah. is uh, Brenda. Yeah. So I think he's just kind of testing his luck. <laughs> yeah. Although, he, yeah, he kind of acts like a jackass throughout this yeah. movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, a car stops to pick up Annie. Annie's still walking down the road. It's a tiny little jeep. It's a very cute little jeep. 
she makes conversation with the driver and immediately you kind of get the idea that it's the killer because we're not shown who's driving the car. Yeah. It's just point of view shots looking at Annie. And the only point of view shots so far have been, have been from us, the killer. So <laughs> you're kind of so like, you're just like, oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's like that, what's that, that, that Simpsons meme. I'm in danger. <laughs> <laughs> Literally sitting in the car like, I'm in danger. Yeah, it's literally like that. And then he's sat there trying to make small talk. She's just like, yeah. oh God, it's lovely weather we're having. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> and the person's not replying, or I don't really know. To be honest, I I felt like the camera work in the car, I know people are going to crucify me for even suggesting it, but I thought, I thought the camera work in the car was a little sketchy. Because they obviously they were using the raw footage from in the car, yeah, and it's just bouncing all over the place. I'm trying to look at the, I'm trying to look at Annie's face. I'm trying to like look at what's going on, but all I'm seeing is <laughs> yeah, it's because it's you know modern days. You know they do that thing where they like cut the car in half so mm. they can like remove half of it to put a camera in. While and obviously talking. the stabilizing is a lot better. Like yeah, and this this was a low budget. For that. This is a low budget '80s slasher. I noticed that it gets a lot better throughout the film. Throughout the film, the they, camera work. they kind of got a lot more consistent with the camera work to yeah. be honest. It got it felt more deliberate. I really shots. I quite I like the cinematography of this movie in general. Mm. There's a couple of bits that I'm like mm. I think it's just that scene that it kind of took me out a little bit. I was like I think it, it, it may have been because of the much. budget because they were so low budget they yeah. didn't have a way of fixing this but they needed this scene. That's fair enough. Which is yeah, 100, but I, I completely agree. Yeah, it, if you if the scene went on much longer, I think I'd end up with motion sickness. I'm definitely believer in in um respecting the context of media you know like especially mm. with video games and yes like because i i play stuff that's older sometimes then i'll play a newer game and i'll go eh, yeah these are different i like them for different reasons yeah criticism is still a thing but realistically yeah. it wasn't always going to be perfect you know you gotta yeah. kind of go yeah respecting the time and the and absolutely the, the actual equipment they had understanding the budget, like there's how it was made there's as well ones. yeah yeah for sure, for sure. But I, as a modern viewer, I was just like, uh, "What's going on?" Yeah, as your first time watching, <laughs> you're just like, "I'm going to throw up." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't get car sick, but I might. <laughs> but they, they they drive straight past the entrance to Camp Crystal Lake, and when Annie points it out, she starts. <laughs> what fear setting in? Yeah, she's just this like, "Wrong." I think that was the entrance. She's so sweet as well. Should we stop? She's like, um, can we? Okay. You could just pull over here, and the, and the not, obviously not the driver's just it. not replying. The driver refuses to stop, so she opens the car door and jumps. The driver reverses and then stops near where she, where she jumped out, but Annie has run into the woods. Yes, with already having injured herself. Yes, obviously from because she jumped in the car out of a moving vehicle. But good so on her for like doing something about it instead yeah. of just sitting there waiting to be murdered. Unfortunately, um, kind of. Falling, failing at the first hurdle. Yes. <laughs> but I love the fact that she's, she's limping and she's falling over as she's running through the woods. She's tripping on branches and stuff like that. It should not be this hard for the killer to catch up to no, her. No, it's like the killer just felt like a, a leisurely stroll through yeah. the woods. You know, if I kill a kid on the way, you know, that's an added bonus. <laughs> like picking berries. You yes. Know. Oh, oh, look, a teen stab. <laughs> Ooh, red. <laughs> Uh, the, the killer ends up having to take a different route because they can't catch up to uh, Annie for some reason. Yeah, even though we assume they're pretty able-bodied because they can yeah. drive a car, they can yeah, get but, out of the and car. And we saw them murder over. a couple of teens earlier. Yeah. From 59. We and assume this that is they're, 80, so. they're able to do most, most yeah. things. They're, they're 
you know, just not speed up. Apparently, <laughs> apparently not not walk faster than a brisk stroll. Maybe, maybe some uh, irritated joints or something. It was. Just, I think it was just how many times Annie fell over while she was running. That I was what like, I've got to make of no no. What a this. trooper! Why is this killer not caught her? She's fallen over like twelve she, times. She deserved to get out of there. The amount of times she <laughs> fell over, that was like collecting bruises, just all of them. Annie thinks that she's lost whoever's following her. Uh, and then suddenly she's jumped by whomever the killer is and has her throat slit. Yes, which is the first, the first kill of the movie. And I have to say, I was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> not that I wasn't expecting a kill. Yeah. It's just, I thought she'd gotten away. Ah, and she'd like run to camp and be and like, then, oh my God, I yeah. was attacked. And then maybe get killed before she got there or something. But I thought she was safe for a second. Nobody knows that there's a killer. Yeah. Until about. 10 minutes from the end. Exactly. No one, no one <laughs> Everyone's just out. going about their day and they're just like, oh, I haven't seen Brad in a while. Oh no, there's a storm. Oh no, Annie was supposed to be here like five hours ago. Anyway, want to play Monopoly? Yeah. It's like they're it's, so casual it's about so it. It's so funny. I guess, to be honest, back in the day, you weren't as easily like, it's contacted. Not you, you, so you, yeah, couldn't you just couldn't go, just, where are you? Oh no, Yeah, you can't responding. text them. Yeah. You can't just be like, hey Brad, where the fuck are you? Hey yo, Annie, did you get here? Yeah. Are you dead inside of the road? Ah, lol. <laughs> Reply, please. But I love that, yeah, she has her throat slit and it's a beautiful shot again. It looks real. It and looks And that's why my, my throat was immediately like... <laughs> uh, ow. <laughs> I just uh, have that about visceral scenes. She like, just... I feel it and I'm like... Ooh. I think Annie's had enough because she just accepts her death. Yeah, well... She I doesn't mean, try and, like, hold it shut or anything like to that. To be fair... She just, Probably hasn't experienced that before. It's probably a new thing for her to, to have her throat slit open. Yeah. It's pretty much a death sentence. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much just like, so, oh, my blood, it's gone. So we've lost our first counsellor. Yep. She first didn't even make it to the camp. <laughs> rough. Rough, to rough. be honest. She spent all that time running, walking, trying to hike, like, hitchhike. I know, Got a right? lift from a guy, got a lift from another <laughs> random person. I remember the killer. first time I watched this, I was just like, oh, she's going to be like our main character and she's going to end up being like what our final girl. main character. You yeah. Know, she's got the drive. And she'll be like a fighter. And then it was like, oh, she's dead. Yeah. Oh, she was like the first one. Oh, okay. Plus the poor thing lost her luggage as well. That she'd lugged all the way over there. <laughs> That's what you can get... <laughs> Well, you know, she... that was the first nail in the coffin was, well, there goes all my shit. <laughs> and now my leg's broken and now I'm dead and now I'm dead it was just a series of unfortunate events really yeah lemony snickets in the background thing. yes ah <laughs> uh, yes take notes ah <laughs> oh, so you slit their throat god I can deal with those menacing kids finally once Ooh. and for all <laughs> good idea the counsellor, we, we cut back to the counsellors who continue to set up the dock having a great time they're having a great time <laughs> love, love, love <laughs> <laughs> they're like I mean, I, it feels like this is like their, their break time as well. They're sort yeah. of finishing setting up, but also like having lunch and just setting having a down. Bit of a, have a bit of a break. Yeah. Around. As they're allowed to Kevin. do. Oh, we get Kevin Bacon in Speedos. <laughs> that was Tell where note. your eyes were in this movie. <laughs> On Kevin Bacon's bacon. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it, yeah, it was Kevin Bacon in Speedos. And I was like, oh, hello. <laughs> Good morning. 80s heartthrob. <laughs> The killer watches them from the forest, and again, I love the mama ma to let you know that it's the killer as we haven't seen them. Yes. So whenever we, they're back, baby, they they identify the killer, but we're not allowed to. But we know it's them because it's a first person camera. Yeah, it's and the, the feeling of uh oh, they're yeah. back. The 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 first person camera mixed with the sound somebody's of the, watching. Yeah, the mama ma. We're like, yeah. oh, we're the killer now. Yeah, we're just seeing what they're seeing. Great, love it, love it. Perfect. It's so good. Want to see more? <laughs> uh, one of them, 
I think it's Brenda, thinks that they see someone in the woods. Yeah. AKA the killer. But she ignores it. And their break is almost over. So they decide they need to go back to work. Um, but Ned seems to be drowning. Yes, unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> so sad. Oh, the, the most annoying one out of the group. Oh, he's trying he to... He is. So... Oh, we should save him. Mm. Mm. Oh, oh, I wasn't fast. Oh, he drowned. Oh. oh. Uh-oh. He's, he's pretty... Blame that one on the killer. Yeah. They'll never find out. He's... <laughs> yeah. There was a raccoon. Um, yeah. The counselors spring into action <laughs> to rescue him. And I was really impressed. Yeah, wow. They're like... The council's like, someone's of- drowning, and all five of them are just like, Rah! A bunch of annoying-ass kids, like, that just don't seem to care about each other past snogging, to be honest. And Literally, then, like, they're just immediately, like, lifeguard mode. It was, it was quite impressive. I was like, I would feel safe with these yeah. councillors. Like, Alice was just like, hell yeah, just dives in. Yeah, Kevin care. Bacon uh, dives under the yeah. water to grab hold of him as well. And, um, and they're like, I'll I keep his head up, Brenda, get a flotation thing. Yeah, Brenda gets get the, the, the floaty ready. And yeah. one of them's in the boat. And it was just really cool. Like, I was wow, just... they actually care about human life. Yeah. Wow, maybe there's some hope for them. They, <laughs> they drag Ned onto the docks. Brenda gives him mouth to mouth. And we learn it was a ruse. He pretended to drown so that, he'd, so that she'd give him mouth to mouth. And he'd get a snog. I hate that. I hate it. Yeah, I hate it's it It's just something about it, too, because that means, like, he must have known that she was the only one that had CPR training. Because <laughs> imagine if it, it was turns out it's, Kevin he gets Bacon. Pulled out and Kevin Bacon's it. just like, I'll give him CPR. I'll do it. I'll oh. give him mouth to mouth. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 wait, no, I'm alive. I was joking, I was joking. <laughs> to be honest, it, was, it must have been quite well planned out, because... Uh, yeah. He would have to know. That or maybe Brenda's no totally into it and she's just playing hard to get. True. And she's just like, oh, Ned, I love it when you almost shoot me with arrows. <laughs> I love it when you almost kill me and I love it when you almost <laughs> pretend to die. <laughs> I love it when you manipulate a kiss out of me. I love being gaslit. <laughs> so cute. So hot. It's I'm a so red flag. You. It's a great flag it's beautiful <laughs> i love it oh the ki- the killer continues to watch them as they head back to the cabins almost got one for free damn it <laughs> i thought he was gonna die <laughs> the killer's invested no no the point. killer's the killer's relieved they're like oh yes <laughs> more material i thought they drowned <laughs> i wouldn't be able to stab them no credit <laughs> Ugh. couldn't leave my mo <laughs> we see alice getting out of the shower and she finds a snake in her room not ideal. No, no, not ideal. I'm not a big snake person. I don't know if you are. I like funny snake videos on the internet. I'm not really a... <laughs> There's funny snake well, videos? Well, because sometimes people draw arms on them and they're like... Oh, okay. Yes, I have. like dance around. I have seen the like pictures or of like little snakes with arms. they just have the little tongues out and they're like... <laughs> Some of them are cute. I think I've just watched too many movies with like just killer snakes. That'd do it. That'd do it. Like Kill Bill, you know, scary snakes. Oh, I know. Yeah, sure. I know. Mm. You haven't watched Kill Bill, have you? No. Oh my god. When I say I've watched no horror movies the first time I'm on this show, I would have expected you to think, no horror movies. Kill Bill's not a horror movie. It's a bit scary, isn't it? Well, it's an action movie. Isn't it an action thriller? No. No? Just an action. Okay. I got the impression with, like, the the sort of... It's very gory. It's very gory. (laughs) Yes, I got that impression. It's gory, but it's not like like horror or anything like that. Okay, well, I learned something. It's just very violent. I learned something. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Yeah, I'm not not a big snake person. Um, I like them more than spiders, though, so that's something. Yes, well, I would agree on that. At least they don't have legs. You know? (laughs) Snakes with legs. (laughs) No, thank you. Might as well just have dinosaurs at that point. (laughs) 
Um, she calls out for help and Bill busts in wielding a machete. The um, hero. <laughs> I love that that's the classic, like, Friday the 13th weapon, but it's not yeah. used by the killer in this movie at all. What? The machete. The machete? Yeah. Wow. It's not. It's not used by... I'm pretty sure it's not used by the killer. I think. It's swung at someone, but I don't think they yes. actually kill anyone with a machete at any point. Yes. I think toward towards the then, end, like, there's a little more of a, a machete action, but yeah. it's subverted. Yes, it is subverted indeed. Yes, which we will um, get to. <laughs> he, he runs in wielding a machete. The other counselors arrive to help as well. Um, Jack says he'll flush out the snake by jumping on the bed. Breaks it. <laughs> yeah, they basically trash this room to exactly. get the snake. It's quite funny. Like, thanks, man. And all I wanted was to get rid of the snake and you've destroyed my room. I know. In the process, they completely wreck the room until Bill managed, manages to cut the head off the snake with his machete. Yes, which I assume that's a real snake. And it was still moving, which makes oh, me feel I hope, of, I hope it's not I a real snake. I hope it snake. wasn't real because it looked real. Oh, it's 1980s. It might have been a real might snake. Might have not had snake rights on the, on the movie set. Oh, so I'm a little concerned. For oh. To be fair, it was um, it was the time when they were kind of still formulating acting, you know, acting rights and sort of and just what general, they were allowed to use. You know, what you're allowed to film I think they were film. still dressing up monkeys in suits around that time. I'm pretty honest. sure they were, yeah. For a while. So mm. probably took them a while to get, get some rights for the snakes. Uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, none of that... Um, what, Peter n- has not approved the movie. <laughs> no, no animals were harmed in the making of this movie. Maybe. <laughs> we do not have that in this movie. We uh, we we think anyway. We, we're not sure. <laughs> um, yeah, this is where I put my note. Not gonna lie, can't wait for some of these characters to die because I keep mixing them up. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. It's because I couldn't. We we see two of the girls walking back from walk, walking away from the cabin, mm. and I was like, "Fuck, what are their names again? Who? <laughs> I think it's Marcy and Brenda. Don't know her. Who's she? <laughs> Marcy and Brenda watch as a cop arrives at the camp. Um, Ned is being an ass. He's pretending to be a Native American. Native American, and uh, he's got the headdress on. He's wearing like he's, a, a, he's wearing some kind of it's like piece a sh- of fabric. It's I think tied up. <laughs> it's like a shirt tied around his crotch to look like like uh, underwear or something like yeah. that. I think it's like a football jer- jersey or something like that. Yeah. He's got the Native American headdress. And I don't and get he's... why he thought this was going to be funny because it's not like they were doing anything remotely stereotypical of. A Native American? No. At, until this point? And where did he get the headdress? Do I they don't... just have a, a costume set up? Man, he brought it. At the camp? That, that's the kind of... <laughs> it was in the car. Let yeah. me just go and get my Native American costume. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go do counselling at a camp. Better bring my headdress. <laughs> yeah. My, uh, my shirt underwear. <laughs> my shirt get underwear. Get that packed. Get that And he's away. even doing the, like, traditional... Uh, what's it called? The, like, uh, the hollering thing? Yeah. I the, don't. I don't uh, actually know the name. It's uh, extremely cultu- culturally insensitive. But hey, it it's was very inappropriate. Yes, yes it's extremely, and Hence I was very uncomfortable. The cop turns up and he's like, "Huh? <laughs> Am I really going to have to deal with this for <laughs> months?" The cop imme- immediately accuses them of smoking pot. Which, to be fair, probably, fair. probably, and a I good assumption. I assume they were at least some. Probably of them. all the way there in the car. To be we honest. know that Jack does because we yes. see it later. Yes, and we we know that they have a stash. And for sure, Ned's got to because he just he's got to be. He's he's that kind of guy. He's that kind of guy. He's just kind of a he's kind of the deadbeat of the group, really. Just kind yeah. of coming around, not really committed to anyone. No, not really in just it trying to make anything. trouble. But it's okay. He dies soon. Um, <laughs> spoilers. Hope he dies soon. <laughs> Fingers crossed. The cop says he was uh, my least favorite for sure. Oh yeah, for just sure. Just saying. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
The cop says they're, they're looking for, for Ralph, the town crazy man. Gone wandering, gone, gone walkabouts. But he ends up receiving a, a radio call, calling him back to base. Conveniently enough. Yes. <laughs> oh, quick, I've got to stop looking for the crazy yeah. man. Go back to base. I, I, I've come here to deliver plot. Okay, <laughs> plot, plot delivered. Plot delivered. <laughs> plot has been deployed. I just have to let you know that the town crazy man's gone missing so you think they might be the killer. Away! <laughs> plot away! <laughs> they sit and for kick down like that. And I don't think th- that is the, the cop only... we see later isn't even this cop. Yeah, it's another cop. It's a different guy. Yeah. So it's to not, be fair. He's not really a character. The cops in this movie are just there to deliver story. They're just like, a little bit. oh no, another way. I have to leave you alone. Goodbye. Yeah, basically. Goodbye. <laughs> By the way, there's a murderer or a crazy man. One of the two. Um, oh, another scene of the crime where I must go to. Goodbye. <laughs> this is just, I was, I was having, I was having a time. My, my note here just says, I am, enjo- I am enjoying how most of this movie, most of the men in this movie have spent a decent amount of time almost naked. Uh, yes, it just you know, makes a, it just makes a pleasant change from like from the women being naked. Yes, from all the eighties <laughs> movies I have to watch with titties flying everywhere. <laughs> well, don't speak too soon on the titties flying. Oh yeah, no, we do we'll, get one scene. We'll uh, get we... to that. Yeah, I know. I would notice. Okay, point it out to me because I forget who gets their kid. I, I guess who you gets locked it out. Off. You know. Yeah, because I'm just like not oh. interested. Yeah, I'm just like oh, I don't need to remember that. Oh, Kevin Bacon in speedos. Yes, please. <laughs> Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Mm. It just made a pleasant change because every time we do movies. 80s movies, I'm just like, and there's the 80s boobies. <laughs> <laughs> Titties. Basically. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But I was just... Kevin was, Bacon, on the other hand. I was like, all Hell the men in this movie spend most of this movie, like, half naked and or mostly naked. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's just hot outside, you know? Let's let the guys not wear any, any clothes, you know? I was, I was like, like, girls, full blouse jeans. Go on. <laughs> I was like, I appreciate this. Hell yeah. Yeah. Let's well, do let's it. let's subvert it for once, you know? And the, the cops line before he leaves you keep you you kids keep your nose noses clean you'll be hearing from me if you don't we don't stand for no weirdness here (laughs) i i think you uh you might stand for some weirdness considering the fact we never see you again (laughs) i was like okay sir bye-bye now (laughs) (laughs) bye okay thank you bye-bye now (laughs) you sure you don't want to stay for just a little bit longer i think the kill's gonna no okay goodbye (laughs) (laughs) there goes our one chance at hope no (laughs) no come back wait no please We see Alice is starting to prep the kitchen as Annie hasn't arrived yet. Unfortunately, you know. She opens the pantry and she finds Ralph. Yes. He's just standing in the pantry. He's just been there, waiting for the plot. (laughs) (laughs) The the plot's been delivered. Quick, now's your time. He thought it was the bathroom. (laughs) It's just a poop in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) He's come to deliver the plot and the word of God. He's He's come to be the harbinger of doom. Which, to be fair, he's come to warn he's the them. only one who's not nuts in this movie for what they actually do. Yes. Because he's completely rational and correct. Yes, he is 100% correct. Apart from the, the but, whole God message thing. But he's correct because they put for the, the wrong reasons. <laughs> because they put this in the movie, they can say that the teens brought death upon themselves by not listening to the warnings. Yes. So it's sort of like a moral... Uh, it was like in, in the 80s and, and I think part of the 70s as well. It was like a... A moral loophole. Yes. For killing teenagers. <laughs> Which is fun. Which they is kind to, of funny. They had to invent that. Because they're just sort of like, well, you know, we oh, warned them and God. they didn't listen to the adult. Tisk, tisk. But they always put the adult as like, you know, crazy Tim with a twitching eye and like. Now, now, you kid, listen. Maggots to me. falling out of his beard. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, why didn't you listen to that man? Why and didn't like, you listen I to the obviously weird guy who you probably didn't want to listen to? <laughs> 
Uh, yes, he brings up God a lot as well. He says the place is cursed and he was sent by God to warn them. God sent me, you're doomed if you stay. You know, just casual stuff. Yeah. It's just lighthearted fun, really. Uh, my, no- my note list says literally like, God, I've missed having the classic harbinger of doom in horror <laughs> movies you don't get it in modern horror movies you don't get well, it it's like it's just having a, a common sort of denominator among you and the killer that all of you know something's going on but yeah. no one else wants to listen you're like finally yeah <laughs> ralph hops on his bike and rides away literally just a bicycle <laughs> he's just like you just watch him like cycle past like the boathouse and off into the distance you're like bye ralph my work here is done <laughs> I've warned you, children. Now I leave you to die. Plot away! <laughs> Once again, plot away! Oh, I love him. He's so good. Another plot calls me. <laughs> I must go warn other teenagers. I must leave. <laughs> to the set of Halloween. <laughs> quick, quick, there's no time. Um, in the kitchen, they realise that the kitchen light doesn't work. And then they realise that there's no power. So Always a good time in the middle of the woods when there's yeah. no power. At least it's not like... As night fell, they're like, oh shit, we don't have, we don't have electricity. Huh? What? Yeah. Lights turn off. And this is while they're cooking themselves lunch, I think it is. Yeah, something about salad. Yeah. Great. Salad. Mm. Salad. Mm. Yum. Bill, Jack, and Linda head to go check the generator. They manage to get it started immediately and all the lights come on. That evening, the campers wind down. Ned watches as Jack and Marcy hook up on, like, the... Near the docks, I think? It's, like, yeah. around near, the... Near the, near the, uh, near the little bridge out, out yeah. there by the water where they were playing earlier. I was going to say the shore of the lake, but that's not really a thing. But, like, the pebbles the leading side. to the lake water. Yeah. Yeah. They're there, they're kind they're of... They're there for a stroll, a kind of will-they-won't-lake. Will yeah. They they're being super cute. They're, like, gazing at each other and flirting. Yeah. It's very cute. Very sweet. But, yeah, this is where I was like, I think that Ned likes Marcy, or or maybe he likes Jack. <laughs> Ooh. There is actually that sort of possibility. Possibly, yeah. To and be fair, there were a trio going in that car, so... This is very true. She was right in the middle of both of them, so it's kind of like a... Is there a polycule going on here? Mm. <laughs> is this polycule propaganda? <laughs> he watches them for a moment, and then he ends up walking away. He sees an odd figure go into one of the cabins and follows, you know? Yes. As Not you un- do. Yeah, I don't think it's unreasonable. He's like, oh, who's that going in there? Hey, you. <laughs> Yes, and then we see no more of him. And then we don't, yeah, and then, and then again, we cut. He, he, he's he, gone. He heads into the cabin, calling out, you we know. We kind of assume the worst, but we don't actually get to see anything. Yeah, we don't. Which is one of the more I like vague it. things in this movie, because this movie's quite on the nose about a lot of the killings. It is. And then for this one, it was just, he's gone. He's just gone. Just trust us, he's gone. Just bye-bye now. <laughs> <laughs> he went in there. He went into the cabin. You don't go into the cabin. Mm-hmm. Marcy says they're worried about Ned as he's been acting weird. Um, Jack Jack tells her not to worry. Marcy says she has nightmares about storms where the rain turns to blood. Yes, a shower of blood. Yes. And then pick up on that one. And then she wakes up and I was just like, hmm, that's an odd thing to bring up. Yeah, (laughs) quite, quite specific. As they're talking, lightning flashes and the rain starts to pour. The couple arrive at one of the cabins and start getting frisky. Yeah, and this is kind of the moment where I had to look away slightly for a minute because they kind of really focused the camera on a lot of what was going on. I was not. Did they? I wasn't really into it. 
I mean, fair enough. Just personally, you know, there was kind yeah. of there was a lot of. I mean, Jack lights a candle and, and moaning, and I was they, like, "I'm checking." Oh, out. oh, when they actually have sex. Oh, yeah. Well, they were getting there. They were getting. Yeah, they they Jack lights a candle. They sort of undress. I love that they don't undress each other. No, they just undress themselves. Yeah, that's fine. Well, I mean, they do. They they. they I think and she, then takes they make off, some she takes off his shirt. She does take off his shirt. That's the yeah. one thing, yeah. She takes off her own pants, though. Yeah, just, you would want to do that. That's, not, she's just that's like, not romantic. I'm ready. Take me. <laughs> 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 yes, and... Uh, before they before they start making uh, making out some more, Alice and the other counsellors in the other cabin haul up in, in, in sort of the main cabin, I guess. Yeah, I assume it's kind of the common room. Common room area. Yeah, because yeah, it's like a big fireplace and shit. Yeah, so. there's the mini kitchen and stuff. It seems, yeah. like, it seems like where they would be spending most of the camp. Right, so there's probably no like beds or anything in there. It's just more like yeah. a common area. It didn't seem like there was any like adjacent sort of mm. like buildings or anything. It just seemed like the, the main hub. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're hanging out by the fire. Alice is worried about Jack and Marcy because they haven't turned up. But Bill tells them <laughs> not to worry because they're probably up to their own thing. Well, he he's, he knows. He knows. <laughs> Bill knows. Ben knew. But, like, I, I just love how every time someone goes missing in this movie, they go, I ah, don't worry about it. Yeah, basically. They're probably off. They're having fine. sex or something. You know, kids these days. <laughs> Anyway, where's that girl who was supposed to turn up five hours ago? But anyway, let's play Strip Monopoly. <laughs> but anyway, you know what we're here for. <laughs> Brenda decides they should play Strip Monopoly. Okay, I chose the it's most inopportune one. moment to, to, to stop because I stopped at this moment to write, how do you think they play Strip Monopoly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like... How do you lose? <laughs> like, how do you... How, like, do you just lose money? If you lose money, if you land on someone else's property? Yeah, like, how would you... It would take a while to get to that point. It's, it just feels like it wouldn't be a good game to play the strip version of. You Monopoly need... already takes, like, three hours to finish the game for I someone know, to win. Right? You're like, how, how you many need, pieces like, of clothing do you have? You need, like, strip Jenga. Yeah. <laughs> strip Jenga. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> whoever knocks it down. Yeah, when you knock the tower down, you have to remove a piece of clothing, and then you reset the tower up, and it's a new round. <laughs> That's their punishment. Rebuild it. Yeah. <laughs> and and lose a shoe or whatever. Lose a shoe. It's like you know, they're not there for the shoes. I and mean, if they are, that that's another story. That's another fetish. Yeah. That's... Which I think we're not we're not getting into the those sort of nuances. I think it's very no. direct in this film. Yeah, it's more like oh, it's sex. <laughs> oh, they're taking off their shirts. Not Ooh! like oh, a boot. Ooh. <laughs> Is that why you picked the boot in Monopoly? But literally, the, the next second, as soon as I prep. Uh, hit play they literally explain it instead of paying rent they pay with clothes ah so that's how I thought they were still doing the whole money thing because I was confused at why he was the banker still do you get to choose like when you land on it you're just like oh I'd rather pay money so I don't have I to just take my pants off like, of, of strip games so they're supposed to be quick games yeah. you know what I mean So that to get each other naked so you can be like Ooh! oh no yeah, this it's is not so... the total point of this. Why? Yeah, it's just a coincidence. I got you down to your underwear. <laughs> it's just a game. Don't get mad. But I do love that. Mostly, it's only two of them really get. Yeah, Alice naked. is fine. Alice, is Alice was absolutely her, fine. She just has a slightly unbuttoned shirt, and it's which mainly, I'm like. It's mainly Billy. Yeah, Billy gets mostly naked first, and then. Yeah. Brenda follows a little apart from bit like behind. His pants. Apart from like his pants. Yeah. Or does he end up putting his pants back on after? I, I wasn't like really paying too much attention. But yeah, instead <laughs> of paying rent, they pay with clothes. Meanwhile, Jack and Marcy have sex. And yes, this is when we get close-ups of everything and the camera lingers for a while. There's titties, there's moaning, there's... There's titties. We get some man butt, though. Yeah. I, I noticed that they decided on a close-up of the butt grab. Yeah. 
Very interesting for some... a, a movie back then to, to sort of feminize the man like that. I know. Normally it's the other way around. Uh, and it was kind yeah, of... Yeah, we're ogling the man more than the woman. You know, not not to perpetuate stereotypes, but is usually the the common route is to grab the woman's butt. But no. Yeah. Now we've got, we got, we got <laughs> Kevin, we've got Jack on top. Yeah. And she's just giving his butt a good old squeeze. And we get a close-up of that. <laughs> <laughs> they needed a little a little sound in there. <laughs> just to break the tension. Yeah. It's getting a little too hot in here. Can we open a window? Or... But we do get a great moment during the scene because as the camera pans up from them having sex, we see Ned's corpse is in the bunk above them. And he's almost a welcome sight, to be honest. I'm thankful <laughs> they panned away from that. You're like, oh, God, what are we Oh, a corpse. Oh, thank God. Oh, <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Please, just no more titties. Yeah. <laughs> enough is enough. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Ned is in the, the, the bunk above. I think he's had his neck slit as well. Yes. He's had his throat slit. Yes, there is definitely a, a favoritism going mm. on for, for deaths. I mean, it is one yeah. of the quick ones. Yeah, <laughs> and one of the, quick one of the quieter ones, because you can't scream yes. for help if your trachea has been slit. Yeah, That's how it. it goes, just... We have to watch the game of Monopoly as it plays. Yeah. We, we cut... Uh, yeah, they they there's literally like a good minute. Yeah. That we just watch just, them did, plod did, around did, the board. And oh I'm like, no, you're gonna have to take it oh, off. That's eight dollars, and he's like, I'll pay with a shoe. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm just like, why are we watching? No this? one's interested in your shoes. Man. Just cut to the bit where he's nearly naked. <laughs> then maybe I'll. Be then I'll pay attention to then what's I'll going look on. Look back. <laughs> Until then, you have lost me. But we, we, I think it's just used as like an interlude. So when, when we cut yeah. back to Jack and Marcy, they're finished with the sex now. Yeah, thank you. They're Enough done. Enough of that. She gets up to go to the bathroom. Good. Yeah. Take care of your hygiene down yeah. there. Yeah. You know, we always pee want after. To encourage that. Yes. Always pee after sex. Yes. PSA, everybody. Yeah. If you're listening, always pee after sex. you're not sex. listening to this. Uh, Without headphones, by the way. Just uh, yeah. Hello, Otherwise, everybody at work. Just, yeah. Hello, everybody at home. <laughs> hello, everyone that we, 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 who's listening to this on speakers while we talk about peeing who after just, sex. Who just walked in? <laughs> hello, I see you. Hello, pee after sex. I don't know who you are, but please. Important. Jack lies back in bed while she heads off because the bathrooms are in a different building. Yes, and it's also raining and she's also naked, but she chooses to stay naked while running out into the woods. Yes. And it's kind of... Well, she's wearing pants, but it's like... Just put back your clothes on. It's not. Yeah, she puts on like a fine. heavy raincoat, and then I guess and she holds it over herself instead of putting it on. Yeah, it's like she's just like, oh no, I'm going oh, out into the rain. I'm gonna get so wet. I hope no one sees me. <laughs> meanwhile, just everyone's dying off in the woods. Um, and she's like, oh no, someone's gonna see. And Jack lies back in in bed and starts smoking a joint. Because what is chilling out, Max and yeah. relaxing? <laughs> my next oh. note just my next note is just why are we watching a full game of Monopoly? This is not exactly riveting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because the next scene goes on for like ten minutes while we're just watching them slowly plod around the board. Yeah, it's kind of a it's a double edged sword, really. You're either watching a full game of Monopoly or you're watching two teenagers have sex, and it's kind of like both are uncomfortable I don't and kind know of which boring. One I prefer <laughs> yeah. at this point. I'm like, ooh, straight sex. Oh god, is that or watch people play Monopoly? Straight sex or straight stripping? Mm. <laughs> do, you, do you just want to get it over with, or do you want to watch it unfold? I don't know. Well, at least anymore. we get to see Bill with some of his kit off. So to be fair, Bill is Bill is tier. Bill is pretty damn good. He's he's one of the best. Mm. He has his flaws. He's not he's not Alice. I'm, he's I'm not, saying that he's not Alice. He's Alice not, is great. Oh, Alice is gorgeous. I love her. Fuck yeah. I saw her. I mean, My the heart, first for time, Alice. The first time I saw her in the film, I was like, beautiful. You're like, damn. I love this. Damn, she's sexy. <laughs> she's cute. 
love her. Uh, Bill is the first to lose a shoe. Jack is lying in bed, uh, lights himself a joint. He feels a droplet of something on his head, which I assume was like a droplet of blood. It looked a little red. It looked kind of... But it's very quick because the second he notices that something's dropped on his face, a hand from under the bed grabs hold of his face and uh, and we watch as an arrow is shoved up through the mattress and then through his throat. Yes, which is not a quick way to die, unfortunately, because no. he was okay for several seconds and yeah. he was just blubbering before he died. I love how sudden it was as well. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, he's going to discover the corpse and then and, and shit's going to go, go down. Oh no, and then she's going to be out there and she's going to get killed and then he's going to be like panicking and no, he's dead. Literally, the second he touches that <laughs> droplet, arrow through the Neck. Yeah, it's like, no, you're not allowed to know. And does that mean that the killer was underneath the bed while they were while they were going at it? Oh, that's there uncomfortable. There was no way they could have snuck in. <laughs> Just lying there, going, "Oh, wh- that's what creepy. are they doing?" <laughs> No, 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 no. That's it. You're dead. And they're, they're just like, oh dear. I'll wait till they're done. I'm not rude. Yeah, you know, last, last few seconds of your life. Enjoy it, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I just love that it's the most awkward sandwich of a bunk bed ever. You've got dead guy on the top, two teenagers having sex, and, and then killer on the bottom. <laughs> just, just your average friend group. It's you know. just, it's the most awkward sandwich. Dead Jim, couple of teens, and killer Joe on the floor. Love it. So good. But rest My in favorite pe- sitcom. Rest in peace, Kevin Bacon. Oh, goodbye. 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 We we hardly knew thee. Yes, we hardly knew thee, Jock Chad. Jock Chad. He seemed like a, he seemed like a pretty decent guy though. He the only okay. The only yeah. douchebag character is kind of Ned. Yeah, Ned's a douche, and then like the rest seem okay. Pretty. Annie, Annie was the sweetest, I think, out of everyone because she was the most innocent. And then mm. you go back to Ned. Yeah. Ned is on the bottom of the scale, kind of. He's like yeah, the one that so. everyone's like, ugh, that guy. And then Alice at the very, at like the top. Yeah, Alice and Annie are very sweet. Alice for life. Mm. Uh, Marcy arrives at the bathrooms. The killer enters the building after her, but she doesn't notice. <laughs> she seems to hear a noise while in the stall and thinks it's Jack. <laughs> she hears so many noises. She, she hears. She's like, hmm, must have been the wind. Yeah, she's she like thinks a Skyrim it's... god. Like, I know, oh, right? Must have been the wind. <laughs> well, she thinks it's Jack at one point yeah. as well. Oh, you guys. She's like having, she's um, doing a bit, she's, she's having a pee and she hears the door open and she's like, Jack? Yeah. Jack, is that you? Is that you? But when no. she exits the stall, there's no one there. She kind of just goes, oh, okay, whatever. She talks and laughs to herself in the mirror, like a, a kind yeah. of a bit of, it was really odd. It was an odd twist in the tone to, co- to go to, I think it was supposed to be the Sleeping Beauty sort of, was it, was it supposed to be like that, that what an allusion to that, where, where it's like the, the mirror, mm. the mirror sort of thing? Maybe. But I don't know, because I obviously haven't seen those a, movies. A, a lot of the classics. There's, there's quite a few remakes of that yeah. movie. I've only seen the Disney one and mm. I don't think that quote is in there, so. I don't know. It uh, just seemed like what she was going for was some sort of the, the evil queen looking in the mirror sort of something thing. Something like that. It was just really weird. Yeah. It's yeah. like, are you okay? <laughs> uh, she washes her hands and keeps hearing creaking or noises from around the corner near near the shower stalls. Which is most infuriating because that's the fight or flight response you should have when hearing creaking in a cabin in the woods. And she's like, uh, guys, uh, either. <laughs> she's, she thinks it's Ned. She yeah. specifically thinks it's Ned she playing a trick. someone's messing around. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, someone is messing around, just not in the way that you would uh, expect. Marcy goes to investigate. She opens the shower stools, but can't find anyone. Yeah, the dramatic pullback of the... Yeah, and there's no one there. there. Love it. But we do get to see the shadow of an axe. 
yeah. above her, like, behind yeah, her. Yeah, And axe, I was like, yeah. it was so good. <laughs> that little moment where she's looking in the store and then you just see the shadow of the axe and you're like, <gasps> bonk. Yeah, it's really, really. Right I'm, in the face. Loved it. Again, she turns. Not efficient. She turns, screams, and is axed in the face. Mm. Quite brutally. Yeah. No, it's the special effects in this movie are amazing. Yeah, the, pra- the time. The, the practical effects are brilliant. It looks like they're being just mutilated live on camera. Yeah. And it's like, ow. <laughs> yeah, the. the My the face, eff- I feel it. My it's nose. really, really good. It's right through the middle of her face, too. So it's like yeah, it's that's like right a lot across of the nose of your face that are really hurting. <laughs> that's a lot of like prosthetic work there, mm-hmm. and it looks great. It looks really, really good. And you gotta, you gotta wonder too if that like actually hurt to have that hanging off your face. Maybe because that's that's like an axe, and then a bunch of makeup kind of just stuck to you. And you're I just... mean, the axe is probably like made of foam or something like True. that. True. Yeah. To to be nice and light and whatever yeah. like that. It's obviously not good for you know taking breaks between takes. Got to get a sip of water. Oh wait, there's an axe in my face. <laughs> <laughs> Just Quote of the day. How do my, my axe nose? <laughs> Quote of the day. <laughs> Let me take a bite of my sandwich. Oh, wait, there's an axe in my face. <laughs> Silly me. But we, we juxtapose this immediately by going back to the game of Monopoly. Yeah. As we were. Yeah. Sorry, everyone's favorite scene. Billy, sorry, uh, yeah, Billy or Bill is almost naked at this point. Uh, the door suddenly blows open, ruining the game. Um, <laughs> Dang it, so close. And Brenda immediately goes, Oh, I think I've left the windows in my cabin open. So she leaves to go close them. And, oh yeah, don't put your clothes back on. <laughs> she literally, she does the same thing as, as Marcy. I, it's just something about them. It's just just drape a raincoat over yourself. Disregard. Um, so at the local diner in town, Steve is having dinner before heading back to the camp. The waitress is flirting with him as well. So I think sweet. it's flirting. It's yeah. so cute. I was like, you go for it, Sandy. <laughs> Yeah, she obviously, like, has a soft spot for him and, like, cares about him because she's looking at him like, you know. Yeah, they've got some sort of... Please get home safe. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, what do I owe you? And she's like, oh, nothing, just a night on the town. (laughs) (laughs) Which is adorable. It's so cute. There's just something about age dynamics in this that I'm like, he's got something with a teenager and now, like, a middle-aged woman is after him. And it's like... What is this town it's up so to? It's so cute. It's so cute. <laughs> it is a cute one. I kind of ship them together. <laughs> hey, whatever keeps them away from Alice. Oh, God, yeah. Please. By all means. Um, Steve drives his safari-looking motherfucking Jeep. Big-ass Jeep. It's like <laughs> this weird-looking... It's so... Yeah. It's yeah. like a safari Jeep. It looks really weird. Yeah. Uh, with a trailer attached and starts heading back to camp. Brenda goes to the bathrooms to get ready for bed. We see a hand at the shower curtain, but Brenda misses it. I love this. This is really creepy. Yeah. Because Brenda's like brushing her teeth or whatever like that. And then you just see this hand like grab the shower curtain and close it. It's so creepy. Yeah. I really liked it. She hears a noise from the showers, but but ignores it. As they do. You know, kids these days with their AirPods not listening. (laughs) Oh no, there's a murderer. But he's got AirPods in. He can't hear. <laughs> but nobody knows there's a murderer. Exactly. We've got three dead and nobody knows. Which is astounding, to be four honest. Four dead. We've got four dead. Playing Hitman over here. <laughs> Stealth kills. Just bring them back Just into straight the into shadows. the wood chipper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> off, the, off the side of the bridge. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> into um, the freezer. <laughs> she ignores the sounds and leaves. We cut to Steve now. His Jeep has died. He can't seem to get it started. Classic horror movie. I oh, know. no, my car. <laughs> the car won't start. Uh, an officer pulls up to help, offering him a lift back to the camp. Someone watches Brenda from the woods. And this is where I put, love the changing of pace for the Kiki Mama Mama. 
to alter the tension. Yeah. Because when it's in like chase, it's like, very and it feels like a like, like someone's chasing after it's you. It's almost like kind of a ragged breathing type of thing. Yeah. Like they're, like they're running fast enough to sort of break a little bit. But when it's like the killer stalking someone, yeah, it's like... it's very slow. <laughs> very deliberate. So it's very like, yeah, it's very methodical and sort of like 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 just background noise. Yes. It's like a bass line. I really like it. I really, really like it. Uh, so Brenda turns out the lights and climbs into bed to read by candlelight. You know, and that's cute. That's cute. If it wasn't in the context of this movie, it'd be a lot cuter. But... I don't know how people in movies do this, because I strain my eyes even when I'm just using a regular light. How do people read by candlelight? As well like... as the fact that as soon as I saw her light that candle and head over to bed, I was like, oh boy, there's a house fire waiting to happen and you're in a forest, so that, that shit's going for miles if you got that candle. You need one of the mascots from, like, the, the fire... The, was it the woodland fire things in America? Only you can stop forest fires. Forest fires, fires. yes, <laughs> that's right. You need one of those in here just to go, what are you doing, Brenda? Don't hey, take a candle to bed. That. But she hears a voice from outside. Someone is calling for help. Which is probably one of the more haunting moments of the film because it's there's, a, there's a lot of shock horror but there's not a lot of like creepy yeah there's yeah. a lot of insidious sort of stuff going on but it's like this definitely works for that though yes it's because like, it's the first time you've heard something that doesn't make sense it brenda heads outside to investigate she follows the voice and i put it sounds like a child it sounds like a child and you're immediately like maybe this a l- is a trap but why yeah. is it a child well, yeah why does it sound like a little like a little boy or this killer isn't a child like, yeah you, you obviously think like what are they doing are they playing a recording yeah she wanders aimlessly into the woods by torchlight mm. love this yeah she's just stumbling around She's in like, the rain as well. So in the rain, completely soaked. Thank you. My no- pajamas. <laughs> My note in bold here says, "Bitch didn't even put on a jacket." I don't think Brenda knows how clothes. I don't think Brenda knows how clothes work. I don't think she does because she seems totally unfazed by the fact that she is now drenched and will catch pneumonia. And then earlier, like when she left the Monopoly game, just butt naked. Yeah, basically butt naked. She had like panties and a bra on, living free, living and was free. just like, "I'm gonna head to bed." Bye guys. Walking away with just underwear. And I'm like, you're, like, not gonna, you're not gonna put any Where did they on? find these kids to counsel children? <laughs> walking around naked in camp. It's like hello? Uh, she, en- she ends up at the archery range trying to follow this voice as someone turns on the floodlights behind her, blinding her so she can't see who it is. And seeing Again, that- Oh, it was like, no! It light. was so good! Because, again, it's like, they're using really legitimate reasons why we can't see who the killer is. Yeah, you're not allowed. You're allowed to you're be the You're not allowed to see allowed who, to who see it is. The killer. And now it's just like, oh, we've got light, but it's so bright we can't tell who it is. Yeah, yeah. There's just a vague suggestion that yeah. there's someone there. And there is someone there because like, somebody's no, turned please. the lights on. <laughs> And she's again on that shooting range, so it's like... Again, yeah, when Ned had almost got, shot her. We've got a lot of... Um, I didn't notice all of them. I don't know if there were some more deliberate sort of callbacks, but those two were the most obvious, at least for me. Where it's sort they, of uh, like a circular narrative. It comes back yes, to something that was mentioned on earlier. It, and then the, that's their immediate doom afterwards. That's their do- yeah. Because we had the shower of blood where she dies in the shower. And oh then, yeah, true. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, because I, I was as soon as she said "shower of blood" in the movie, I was like, "Shower of blood." <laughs> I need to remember this. And she dies in the shower, <laughs> and then she and gets like, axed in the showers. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Because I thought oh, they were going to go more that. literal sense, where she turns on the shower and it's blood, and she's like, 
ah, and dies. You know. Oh, I'm I'm drowning in blood or something. But no, I had not thought of that. That's well, really interesting. I really like that. Yeah, I, I got the the circular for Brenda being that she was almost shot with yeah, an arrow. Yeah, near miss, and then, and then... Yeah, and now we're back here. Yeah, but not with not with um, Marcy in the showers. That's really cool. I like that because I I definitely thought they were going to go more literal with that as soon as she said blood. I was like, okay, blood related. Mm. No, it's shower related. <laughs> it's it's shower not a shower, related. not a shower, and her blood. <laughs> <laughs> You yes. know, we had to we had to tone down the budget of the murders this this time. We haven't actually got a shower of blood for you. We've got blood in the shower. Blood in the shower. <laughs> it's it's the we've got blood shower at home. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can we get a shower of blood? Oh, oh we've got blood shower at home. <laughs> the blood shower at home. Yeah. <laughs> um I yes, I love that we don't see what actually happens to Brenda. Yes. We just cut immediately to a shot of Annie and Billy's cabin or the common cabin or whatever wherever they were playing Monopoly and we just hear Brenda scream but it's kind of muffled yeah. behind the rainfall. Yeah, it's like there's there's a suggestion of one that you could go, "Oh, maybe it was nothing." Yeah, it might have been an owl or maybe yeah. it was just Some the rain. Cuz it's just quiet enough. But you do kind of hear this, ah! Yeah, and Alice picks up on it as well. She's yeah, like, but she's, she's not like, sure hmm. what she heard. Yeah. It's not like in those movies where it's like dead silence and someone is screaming for the life. Like and, a blood-curdling scream. And their friend's like, like what was that noise? <laughs> oh my god, no. That's awful. So we've got Alice potters around the cabin when Bill bursts in from the rain. Mm-hmm. She tells him she thought she heard a scream. She saw lights come on on the archery range, but now they're off again. So she doesn't know what's going on there. They decide they decide to leave together to check it out. Pair head to Brenda's cabin, and they they figure she must be with Jack and Marcy. And I just put I love how cluelessly they've been picked off. Yes, legitimately, just hmm, what's going on in here? Yeah, because every lost single time Annie, you can kind of you know because she never actually made it to camp. Yeah, she so was just going fair. on her way. She was literally. But just... we've lo- we've lost <laughs> we've lost Jack Marcy. And Brenda, and Ned. Yeah, we lost. We've lost four. Any of our six. Any Marcy, Brenda, and and Jack, and Jack, and Ned, and yeah, five. <laughs> we've lost five in total. Four of them are at the camp. Yes, Any didn't. That they it. were all no, socialising with. She had a rookie mistake where she just <laughs> took a hitchhiker and the hitchhiker murdered her, which is not all yeah. too uncommon to be honest. Mm. It's actually a realistic murder scene. Yes, but yeah, she was more of the. The, the outlier going on here. <laughs> yeah, and because she never turned up at camp. So and we the assume doing... that she was not far off as well, because she did only just pass by and then rolled out of the thing and yeah, probably running started running towards, towards, the, towards the camp. Yeah, But she would have been lost somewhere in lost the forest. Lost somewhere and got, got her throat slit. Yeah. But we're down to our last two counsellors, basically. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah, we're and uh, can I just take this moment to say, didn't expect Thriller to mean I was going to be thrilled to see how everyone would die. <laughs> One by one. Woo. <laughs> well, you're excited every time someone died. You're like, ooh. Honest, it got to that point. Because it's, it's kind fun. of just like, I'm waiting for it to happen. You're I like, oh, is it going to be an axe or a knife? And or... it always ends up with like a, a bit of a dull scene where you're kind of like, eh, I forgot that this is a murder. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they, they find, sorry, Bill finds a bloodied axe in Brenda's bed. Yeah, you know. Because the killer's starting to get bored. It's like, let's spice this up a little bit. Let's, let's have just them find out. They just kind of shrug it off. They're just like, oh, is that a bloody axe? Anyway. If I saw that in my friend's cabin, I would immediately be like, I am out. I am leaving. Goodbye. This is the end. They're like, oh, it's probably a joke. And I'm like, you've not seen your friends in hours. Yeah. You've been sitting in the cabin for like 
hours in the rain. The rain is starting to stop now. <laughs> yeah. It's been a storm. You don't assume there's something going on out there? So the pair of them head over to Jack and Marcy's cabin and then immediately leave to go check the bath. But the counsellors um, seem to have vanished, basically. They yes. don't seem to be anywhere. Just not a whisper of them. Yeah. I don't know where most of these bodies ended up, to be honest. Well, we know that... Um, we know that Jack and Ned are chilling in the in the bunk. But didn't they go and check that cabin? I don't know. Oh. I don't I don't know if they did. Or did they just check Brenda's Brenda's cabin and then I think they checked Brenda's the and then and then it was stuff was going down. So right. They, they got distracted. Okay, I'm so their corpses sure. are still probably there. I'm not sure. I don't know what happened to Marcy's body then because it wasn't in the bathrooms. Oh. But the killers definitely moved it because they left the axe in Brenda's bed. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess we don't know where Marcy went. But we don't know where her body went. Who knows? Because we know what happened to Brenda's body. Brenda's body turns up a little later. Just in the lake. (laughs) Killer just dragged it over. uh, Pushed it slowly into the lake and let it float away like like an adrift log. (laughs) The sea will take away my problems. (laughs) It's a lake, Jade. (laughs) I don't know lakes. I live in New Zealand, man. There are no lakes here. There's like two or something. Maybe eventually the body will just sink. I don't know. I don't know how dead bodies work. We just have rivers, mostly, yeah. Yeah, we do. To be fair. And a lot of ocean. <laughs> a lot of ocean, a lot of rivers. I'm just kind of like, hey, water is ocean. <laughs> no, no lake. What's a lake? <laughs> um, Alice thinks they should call someone, and she and Bill head off to the office to call for help. Love this. Yeah. Although this should have happened several hours earlier. This should have happened the moment someone didn't turn up to camp. There should have been a missing persons report for someone who was supposed to be there with mm. no contact. <laughs> But I digress. Yes. It was, it was the 70s, 80s, didn't have phones. Oh, well. They have to break a, a window to get in, and they discover the phone line is dead. This shot is probably my favorite in the movie. Very good shot. Because it's from outside the cabin, looking in through the cabin window as, as Bill and Alice try the phone. And then the camera slowly goes up, and we follow the, the, the cord for the phone. On the outside of the cabin. Precariously on the outside of the wall, which is not... I mean, it's got to connect to the, the actual, like, phone pylon, I think there right? would be at least a little protection around the around the cables, you know, or something. Maybe. I don't know. I just, I'm I not just would have thought, you know, a, a branch, a stray branch could take it out, but... Oh, true. <laughs> well, these but cabins we slowly, don't exactly peak we slowly, we slowly pan over until you eventually just see where it's been cut. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. My favourite shot of the You're movie. You're immediately like, they're screwed. <laughs> yeah. You're immediately like, oh, this person's got it planned. Oh, they're gone, gone. <laughs> the, killer's, the killer's got this shit planned. Alice and Bill decide to leave, but their truck won't start. This is the very cliched... <sighs> Just another one. I was expecting them because they, they even check under the hood and expecting... I was expecting it to have been sabotaged. Because mm. that would have made sense. Like, the killer had, like, taken the battery out or yeah. something like that. Yeah, like, oh no, the piece is missing. You know, this, the, yeah. it's been cut. The, the other line, the fuel line's been cut or something. The killer's, like, taken the, taken the battery out and thrown it into the woods. Yeah, and the that's why it won't just start. busted or something. But this is... But it doesn't... They never say that there's anything actually wrong with All the truck. he says is, it's wet. I don't know. It's <laughs> like... <laughs> You, do you know how cars work? It's you can't so flood funny. An engine that easy. You got to drive it through a pool for that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously not the engineer type. Uh, yeah, definitely not. Bill says not to worry. It's probably just a prank. Steve will be back soon, and they can use his jeep if they need to. There's only so many times you can say, "Oh, it's probably just a prank." Bloody axe. Yeah, I know. It's cut. Friends missing. <laughs> Car won't start. You know, yeah. if I just went through my it's life, it's just a prank. <laughs> if I went through my life going. 
Ah, you know, I lost my wallet. That's ah, just a prank. <laughs> oh, I got mugged outside. Just a prank. It's just a prank. God, don't take life so seriously. <laughs> oh, I've been stabbed. Just a prank. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. Oh, it's just a prank. It's just a prank, bro. I'm alive. <laughs> don't take life so seriously. <laughs> just relax. So the cop tells Steve that tonight is unlucky. unlucky. It's a Friday the 13th with a full moon. Makes people nuts, is what is what the cop says. Which is always what you want to hear law enforcement saying is, ah, right. oh, you know, the full moon makes people nuts. Yeah. Werewolves and such. I can understand that because Friday, Friday the 13th has always been unlucky. I can understand that from a superstitious point of view because mm. having a superstition like that just perpetuates that people are more likely to go out and do something because they're like, haha, it'll be fun funny if I do it on the funny yeah. number. You it's know. like an evil night or whatever yeah. like that. It's like Halloween. Like, people are more likely to do something spooky. Yeah. If yeah, Friday absolutely. Friday the 13th, someone's probably going to do, you know, a prank or something and be like, oh, look, uh, you know, I'll TP your house. You know, they're probably not yeah. going to kill someone. But yeah, I'm not going to go around st- murdering people, but, you know. Probably ding-dong ditch or something. <laughs> Flaming bag of dog poop or something. <laughs> someone's yeah. Front door stuff. Knock at the window. Yeah. Something, something scary that's going to get to you. But the the rain is starting to clear up, apparently, and the cop gets a call to go help with an emergency down the road. Some floodings caused some damage or something like that. So he drops Steve off at the entrance to the camp. He hikes to camp where he where a figure greets him. It's someone he knows because yeah. he, he kind of recognizes them and he's like, oh. Oh, what are you doing here? This is, this is a very weird scene because it, it's it's unnerving. It's really because again we're seeing it. He knows we're seeing it from the killer's perspective as well. So Steve's just rocking up, going, "Oh, what are you doing here?" And yeah. then as he steps closer, he's just gutted. Yep, just real quick as well. Right like in the as stomach. the knife goes in, we cut. I had to replay that part because I actually didn't see. I blinked and it was he. he gone. Yeah, <laughs> it was and I really like it as that. a quick shot. Just as the knife goes in, we so cut to the next know scene. What's going on? It's gone. Yeah, he's gone. The suspense is really, really, really well built. And you never see him alive again, that's done. Nope, that's it. Steve's dead. He's dead. So we're still down to two counsellors, but we did get an extra death. Yeah, we got we got the, the guy bonus who death. owns the camp. Yeah. Who's probably the, the, the cherry on top, you know? <laughs> we got a bonus. Yay! <laughs> Closing the circle. We see the killer approaching the generator room, and we watch as the lights of the camp slowly fade out. Very cool again, and uh, this is a. I love the long shot from the lake looking at the camp as all the lights go mm-hmm. out, and you're just like, "Oh shit, it's going down. We're getting to the point." <laughs> yeah, Bill lights a couple of lanterns, and he leaves Alice to go check on why the generator's gone out. She's, oh, she's sleeping because she's she's real tired, yeah. and she's like basically passing out now. Well, I'm anyway. so tired from playing Monopoly. Oh, yeah. Ugh. I got all <laughs> naked. Actually, she didn't. She didn't. She was fine. She was fine. She Why was she so tired? There, surrounded by two naked people, like, what's, what's up with you guys, man? Yeah. Just play the game. <laughs> um, I love that, but, you know, you know, they found a bloodied axe, but he's just going to go walk around alone. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. Nothing. It's okay. Nothing untoward. about that. It was a prank. <laughs> it's just a prank. Anyway, who was doing the prank? I haven't seen anyone for hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably Ned. Probably the wind. When did we last see Ned? <laughs> when did we last see Ned? About two in the afternoon, you Literally, say. Literally, it was the daytime. <laughs> it, it was still- we last saw him at lunch. He was like the first of the, the counsellors that we met who died. Yeah. As opposed to Annie, who died in the woods. Like, yeah. the actual, like, in the camp counsellors. Exactly. And they're just like, oh, it's probably Ned. I'm like, <laughs> when was the last time you saw Ned? Yeah. Anyway. Do you think he's had enough time to build up a prank? He's, he's been out for like five hours, dude. Yeah. He's been dead on, on the bunk. <laughs> uh, Alice falls asleep on the couch. 
Bill goes and checks on the generator. Annie wakes from a nightmare. Something about Bill. Yeah. She's, she's worried about him. She heads to the kitchen to very, very slowly make herself a cup of coffee. Which she doesn't even make. No. She just kind of puts the things she needs for the coffee down. She, put, she puts a cup down. She puts a spoonful of coffee in. She puts the kettle on. She walks to the pantry. She gets sugar. She closes the door. She walks over to the stove. She puts a teaspoon. Yeah. She stands there. <laughs> she puts a teaspoon, teaspoon of coffee in the cup. She's kind of internalizing something, and we're not really clued into that because she's she's complicated. She's got something going on in this her is, face. Very complex expression. This is like one of two shots that I'm just like, this is just too long. Too much. <laughs> this is taking too long, and nothing that was is happening. Me with the sex scene. That was All like, right. It's too long, and everything's happening. I don't know. Mm. Please. I mean, fair. <laughs> but it was like, we're literally just, we're not really watching anything. Make the coffee, girl. <laughs> you had an instant coffee. And you could tell, bless this actor, but you can kind of tell that she's she's been told, you know, look like you're thinking or worried. Yeah, act like you're concerned about someone you can't see and make a coffee at the same time. Yes. And you could kind of, oh, because she's trying to look busy, but she knows she doesn't have any lines, yeah. so can't say anything. And <laughs> Else and the shot goes on for like five minutes. It's just obviously everyone behind the camera, and she's kind of like, <laughs> anyway, guys. Oh, I'm just gonna spoonful of coffee. coffee. Oh, I'll just oh, walk to the here. pantry. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this needs to be cut. Please. This needs to be like minimized a bit. So we we cut now to Alice walking the camp slash woods, calling out for Bill. So she decided to go out and look for him. And I'm obviously concerned that he's not been back. Yeah, that he's not been back. And she obviously had some sort of nightmare about him because when she woke up. feeling. Yeah, when she woke up from her nightmare or whatever, she called that his name or something like that. Or she called that like Bill and Generator or something like that. And I put, wait, are we down to our final girl? Yes. We are down to our final girl. And she was my favorite. And it's your favorite. I just say, like, my, my intuition that I was like, oh, this is my favorite. Oh, she's still she's still alive. She's still she's the last one. She's the final girl. <laughs> Woo! Yay, little dad, except for my favorite. She's gonna have trauma for the rest of her life. Hooray! Therapy bills are expensive. <laughs> Especially in the seventies and eighties when they probably didn't take you seriously. Put you in the loony bin. She does find Bill's rain jacket. Yes. In the generator room. Just on the floor. Immediately concerning. Yes. It's like, wait a minute, why would you Get rid of that when it's raining. She, she kind of has a look around the room, but can't find anything, doesn't see anything. Nothing looks untoward or anything like that. But as she closes the door, she finds his corpse pinned to the door with arrows. Yes. And one right through the eye. Yeah. Which is not great. Oh, it's it's not not nice. Which also kind of ma- makes me... It's not as clear, like, clear as the other two's sort of... Um, What's it? What's like, it like the a, the circular narrative yes, thing? That. Yeah, it's it's not as closely tied. But I know he said when I find them, I'm gonna brain them or whatever. And he's there with an arrow through his head. Oh, okay. So it's kind of almost there. It's like they didn't really have a brain related thing, but yeah, it kind I like of it. it kind of felt. I was like, I think is, is he gonna get his head like chopped? Head caved in or something. It was a pretty good um, kind of jump scare as well. Yeah. Just no, closing this door and his corpse is hanging the there. The first person other than us to discover a corpse. Yeah. Other than the viewer. Oh my god, yeah. The first yeah. person to discover a body and she she went nuts. She was immediately scarred. <laughs> yes. Because you understandably would be. But we I, haven't I, seen someone react she, to a death for like an hour. <laughs> so she, she immediately starts running and screaming and I'm like, oh, don't do that. Yeah, stealth mode, please. Yeah. But she's to... obviously like lost control. Yeah. She's just like. Absolutely. But I was like, this is how you get found. <laughs> Shh. Scream on the inside. Yeah. 
<laughs> Deep breaths, calm down, it's just a dead body. She heads to the main cabin and uses a rope around the rafters to tie the door shut. Mm. Clever. Yeah, very I like this. And she's very, you can hear the desperation in yeah. her voice. She sounds absolutely traumatized. And she, she and you tries. Feel it as well. Yeah. And she tries to barricade the door with just like. Kicking stuff bits. into the door. And just, <laughs> yeah, she's just throwing this light a stuff into the door. A coat rack. And like, kicks a huge, like, obviously, like a, a chest into the door. It's just like. Poof. And this is another one of the shots that just goes on forever. But it goes on in a, forever. In a pretty good way. This one I don't mind as much. To be fair, I thought they were leading up to, he's already inside, isn't That's he? That's exactly... Because it sounds like, they, the, it just the way she's like desperately slamming stuff into the door yeah. to tie it shut but and checking s- the rope again. Yeah, and yeah. I, I was already thinking, wait a minute, he's inside, isn't he? He's I was like, I, I, my note literally says, if this were a comedy, the villain would be stood behind her the entire time while she barricades that door. Yeah, just... <laughs> Just done? like watching her do it, like, mm, what are you doing? I gotta, I gotta have like a murder at eight. Are you done? <laughs> I'm already in here. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry about it. No, you can't get out. <laughs> she does do a very good thing, and she arms herself with a baseball bat. Yes, good choice. Good and, choice of weapon. And then heads to the kitchen and arms herself with like a trident, some kind of kebab stick. <laughs> it's like, a, it's like, I think is like it, it's not even, it's not even a proper knife. Is it, like, is it a carving fork? I think so. Like, meant for, like, rump roast and stuff like that. Something so you can, like, like that. It's like she just picked it up and just went, oh, this will do. It's, it's sharp. It's pointy. I would have been finding the biggest knife in there I could find if I was looking for one. It would just be like, where's the most comedically shiny and large <laughs> knife? It's mine. The killer can't have it. You come out with, like, the pyramid <laughs> the, the pyramid head sword. <laughs> You're like, yes, I found my knife. <laughs> Settle for no less. Yes. She she turns out the lights and stuff, doesn't she? Yeah, which is going to attract more attention. Uh, thank you. I'm the not the only one. The rest of the camp is on, and she's like, because the generator keeps flicking on and off every five minutes because of these characters. Oh, no, wait, that's a little bit later, I think. Yeah, beforehand, obviously, he's he's gone to check it, turned it back on, and all the lights have come back on. So she's like, oh, no, I better hide myself. Turn yes. Off the lights and everywhere else has them on. So obviously she's in there because they're flickering. Yeah. <laughs> So if I was the killer wandering go, around going, hmm, I wonder where that last teenage has gone. And then you see the lights go out somewhere. <laughs> yeah, like, and the oh, curtains aggressively there. closing. And yes. all of the doors rocking back and forth to make sure they're locked. But I digress. Horror movie protagonist. Suddenly the window is smashed in with Brenda's corpse. Yep, which is a good one. I actually love that there's this compounding just impact of all of these dead people finally being found. Yeah, I know, right? Like, the killer's like, you guys, like, you didn't even find one. Do I have to do this myself? I feel so... <laughs> right the the killer's just like, you're meant to find the it's corpses. It's Can you just, like, look? Validate look. me. <laughs> Did you know how hard I worked on this? Look, I've tied up a rope all I've around I've been stalking now. you all day. Mm. Notice me, senpai. <laughs> Notice me, Alice. <laughs> Alice, notice me. You're my favorite. Notice me. <laughs> yeah, she she backs out of the kitchen, terrified. Again, this is the this is the other shot that takes too long. Yes, because she falls over on the floor because her friend's corpse is just burst, busted through the window. Understandably, you're a little shocked. Absolutely, but this shot of her slowly crawling around the body to get out to the other room. Yeah, there's like not enough happening. Yeah, to justify the five minutes it, it takes. It needed a shot change to like you know another perspective of from from the door or something. Even like a little shot open. of of like you know uh, Alice looks out of the window where the body came from, and we get a shot out the window to see that 
yeah you know the forest is just black or something of the wounds or something yeah to kind of give us some insight on how she actually died because we never saw her death no we don't know how she died we just saw and then the floodlights yeah yeah so we don't know how she died but and yes that shot goes on for way too long she's tied up with all this rope and it's kind of like did you did you just get bored? Maybe that's just how they, how they... <laughs> <laughs> it's arts and crafts time. Let me just... Tied her up like a present. This will be easier to throw. <laughs> a ribbon. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dear Alice, I brought you the corpse of your friend. I know you love this friend, so here you go, wrapped <laughs> for your convenience. In the main room, she sees the lights of a car and assumes it's Steve. Yes. Not an unreasonable assumption to make. It is his car. Yes. So... And she knew that Steve would be on, uh, on his way back. Yes. Because he said he would. She unbarricades the door and she's greeted by a woman. Yes, someone we've never seen before. Someone we've not seen before. Who's in Steve's car, so we're immediately a little suspicious. And I didn't even realise it was Steve's car. Yeah, well, I mean, I saw the, the tiny headlights and I was like, oh, it's the Jeep. Oh, okay. Back in the Jeep. I think, I didn't it, even I think it was his car anyway. This is Mrs. Voorhees. Yes. She offers to help the distraught team. And it kind of feels like... You know, it feels good. It feels like she's being rescued. Yeah, it feels like someone's come to check it out. Yeah, someone's like, oh, what's going on? I heard there was a commotion or something like and that. And obviously, you know, with my with my minute um, horror pop culture sort of knowledge, I'm like, Voorhees. You're like, I know that name. <laughs> <laughs> I know someone with that name. This isn't bad. This isn't a bad idea. Let's just keep watching. Let's yes. actually get rescued. <laughs> Alice tells her that they're all dead. And Mrs. Voorhees goes to check Alice's story. Um, Alice follows, and they look at Brenda's corpse in the kitchen, and Mrs. Voorhees is distraught. She's like, oh my, what monster could have done this? Yes. Oh, this place is this place. It's cursed. Mm-hmm. You know, there's... She she decides to change tack very quickly from, I don't believe you, to, this place is haunted. I was, I was trying to decide whether or not she's got, like, a personality disorder. Yeah. It's almost like because of some of the we things can we probably see. Probably discuss later what what might be what might her. be going on there. Yes, yes. But for now, it's more like you're like what's she thinking? Yeah, Mrs. Voorhees mentions that a boy drowned the year before. Two counselors were stabbed to death. Yes, uh, he drowned because the counselors were were banging instead of watching him. Yep. You know, typical typical teenager stuff. Yeah. Just don't watch the, the unsupervised child in the lake. He'll be fine. It's dark. You know. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's dark. He can't swim. The boy, Whatever. the boy drowned because the counselors were were having sex. Yes, and he was he was screaming for help, and no one came to help. Him yeah, no one came drowned. to help. Yes, and he drowned, and his name was Jason. Yes, Mrs. Voorhees used to be the camp cook, and Jason was her son. Yes, which she which she didn't mean to reveal, but she she bursts out saying he was my son. Yeah, it's like and your oh. heart kind of your heart kind of goes oh yeah, especially because you you kind of know about. Friday the 13th. I mean, I only watched this for the first time maybe five or six years ago. And, yeah. you know, the the legend of Jason Voorhees has lived I way only, longer than I that. I only knew about Jason Voorhees, yeah. you know, being So the you immediately go, oh, maybe Mrs. Voorhees, you know, is trying to protect the kids from Jason. Yes. You know, the big bad of the yes. Friday the 13th franchise. Mrs. Voorhees has, like, Vietnam flashbacks of her drowning son. As she probably does from time to as time. As he's, yeah, as he's calling for help. And she mutters yes. under her breath, yeah, as, as, giving as, us the context that we needed of why absolutely. this is all going on. So Jason's calling for help, and under her breath she mutters, "I am Jason." 
I am. Which she looks off into the distance while Alice is just there terrified. Like, it's huh? really creepy. She's just standing there in front of her and she mumbles. Because it's like she really is seeing it and then she's just like, She's convinced. I am, I am Jason, I am. Yeah. And just like, oh, oh, that's uncomfortable. And then she goes back to normal. It's like, oh. <laughs> Today is Jason's birthday. Yeah. Um, she couldn't let them open the camp again. She blames Alice for her son drowning mm-hmm. because she immediately, it's like she sees them as the counsellors who were having sex the day her son drowned. Yeah, a little misplaced uh, A misplaced blame. anger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just a, <laughs> kind of, a smidgen. Oh, all, the, all those counsellors are gone. I'll never find them. Oh, you guys are counsellors too? Yeah. Oh, you killed them. You did it. And she attacks Alice with a knife, but Alice manages to knock her out. And makes a run for yes, it. Yes, Alice! Yes! yes! I was just like, go! Go! go run! <laughs> uh, Mrs. Voorhees chases. Alice goes to Marcy's truck and finds her corpse inside. Oh, there's Marcy's corpse. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we go. I forgot. I forgot we do see it. To yeah. be honest, I forgot all of their names. So I was like, another one of the corpses! <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mar- Marcy's been stuffed into her truck. Yes, which, you think about the logistics of all this. <laughs> it's quite impressive. She's had to... Drag corpses into trucks. Oh, I've got a note. Into doors. Oh, yeah, literally. Just, she's had yeah. to run all the way out because... to find a car to, while she's also <laughs> thrown the corpse in through the window to scare Alice, run back out to the car, drive in, and then pretend she doesn't know what's going on. I said, I said, Mrs. Vo- Jesus Christ, Mrs. Voorhees is a fucking tank because, yeah. because the second she sees Mar- uh, Alice sees Marcy's corpse, backs away from the car, and as she's running, Past the cabin, Dave's corpse falls down from the rafters. Yeah, swinging down, and she's she's just at this point. And I was like, <laughs> Mrs. Voorhees is a fucking tank. She's, she's lifted this guy who's this like, grown man, grown man up to the top, up and, to the rafters, and positioned him so that he'll swing down. It's like the timing. And she managed to this lift is a Home Alone type of rigging. She, man- <laughs> she managed to lift um, Ned onto the top bunk. Yeah. She managed to throw Brenda's corpse through a window. Staunching the bleeding and lifting him up. She's a fucking tank, man. Yeah, she's been training for this day. My God, it's Jason Bourne. (laughs) (laughs) My God, it's not Jason Voorhees. (laughs) It's his mother. (laughs) Mrs. Voorhees chases after Alice. Mrs. Voorhees speaks with the voice of her son, telling her to kill Alice. Kill them. Kill her, mommy. Kill her, mommy. Kill her. And, and she's like, oh, I, I, will. I will. I will. Don't worry. Alice arrives at the boathouse, where apparently there's just a fucking arsenal. Yeah. Yeah, they've got a There's like 20 rifles there or something like it's that. Like, this is a child's camp. Yeah. Like, they're going there, and, and the door is unlocked. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> well, I don't, I, don't think, I don't know if it was locked or not, but she managed to get the, in. The guns are fine. It's yeah. the ammo that's locked up. Ah, yes, that's right. Yes. That's right, yeah. Mrs. Voorhees starts up the generator, illuminating the entire camp, and suddenly, you know, light is scary. Yeah, it's like, because oh, now no, I can't hide. You. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a good, I, I love that in movies where it's subverted, where it's like, yeah, the light of, is bad. Yeah, because you're afraid of the dark, and then you're in the dark. As soon as someone sees you, you're done for. Yeah, and now the light's frightening. Yeah. Alice tries to use the butt of the rifle she's picked up to get into the drawer where the bullets are kept. When Mrs. Voorhees interrupts her, Alice throws things at her to try and slow her down. (laughs) Which is hilarious. (laughs) Yes, this is very funny. Yes, and and she just shrugs it off like, what are you doing? It's basically like throwing toilet rolls at her or something like that. She's like, get away, stop. Don't, no, please don't murder me. No way. 
I have a gun, but it's like, go away. Mrs. Voorhees grabs hold of her and just bitch slaps the shit out of Alice. Yeah, she's not even playing this Not time. even, like, just stabbing like, her or something like that. She's got the knife. She could have had her right there, but she decides to go for the petty slap. I know, and the funniest thing is... She's killed my son. The, the line Get before... <laughs> The line before this is, don't worry, you'll suffer less than he did about yeah. her son. Yeah, and then just proceeds to bitch slap the shit out of Alice. At that point, she's not even making her suffer. She's just kind of embarrassing her on, <laughs> on live. <laughs> it's very funny. Alice gets the upper hand and punches slash kicks Mrs. Voorhees before escaping again. Yes, and uh, I think they really probably should have reckoned the amount of times she escapes from Mrs. Thank Voorhees. You. I put a note later when it happens for the third or fourth time she's literally like, like oh good I'm safe runs away oh no I've been found Boof. knocks her out runs away yeah oh no I've been found Boof. knocks her out runs away <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's like when will this woman learn to just yeah. give it up <laughs> yeah Mrs. Voorhees either give it up or Alice for fuck's sake make sure she's dead next time yeah, just like <laughs> you've got your blunt force drop a big ass rock on Mrs. Voorhees head you had a gun just <laughs> Kick her in the side of the head or something. Just just get the butt of the gun and slam it into the temple. That'll do it. Just smash the head. She doesn't have to be dead. Just make sure she's out. Yeah. Out cold. Oh, no. Snap the neck. Oh, well, I mean, there's that. A bitch I, is trying... I don't think she'd have the strength. <laughs> Killer dead. coming after me. Bitch, is, bitch better make sure I'm dead. Because <laughs> the second I get you down, you ain't getting back up again. You ain't going to be the killer. You're going to be the killed. Yeah. I'm going to get you. Mrs. Voorhees walks the woods looking for Alice and walks right past her. Yeah. Because she's like hiding behind some pieces of decking. But Even though the, the angle. <laughs> thank you, she thank seen you. Her. I'm not the only one who did this. I was just like, why are we focusing for so long? Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the angle that Mrs. Voorhees walks up the trail at, she would have been able I to see loved, Alice I easily. I love thinking about the fact that from, from Mrs. Voorhees' perspective, there's just this woman going, no, just don't see me. Don't see me. Next to this pile of wood, obviously very visible, and she's like, do do Yes. Eye level. Where's this girl? Not and then wanders him. off. Yeah, and then goes and then back. A- Alice pops up and is just like, Baha! <laughs> <laughs> Wandering away. But she does do the good thing in running in the direction that Mrs. Voorhees just came from. Yes, which is actually, wow, a smart thing in a horror yeah. movie for someone to do instead of ignoring everything. Instead of running upstairs. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Voorhees talks to herself as her son, yelling, uh, sorry, whispering, kill her, kill her, over and over and over again. It's. Very cool. Very good. And it's it's something else as well I forgot to mention is we realized that the voice that um that Brenda heard earlier was Jason. Probably Jason, yeah. Because of the, the exact the, same help me yeah. sort of thing. It's, Although it's, the, the Mrs. Voorhees using Jason's yes, voice. Which yeah. is also very creepy because how do you get that similar? And how do you get that like to that point mentally? Yeah. Where you've got your son the son's personality or or at least yeah. the memories of her son living inside her head to that point where he's, he's yeah, <laughs> where he's instructing her and controlling her, telling her what to do. Exactly, and it's because you start to realize, oh, that's why, that's why they were all lured and killed. Yes, it's the son. It was the driving son driving her, and and Mrs. Voorhees is trying to gain retribution by killing any counselors, making who... sure the camp never opens again. Yeah. Yeah, because it killed her son. Because I'm sure that's really her goal on the inside. It's not, oh, I must kill them because they did it. It's more the fact that you're perpetuating it means that this is all in vain. He died for nothing. Oh, that's a very good point. Sort of kind of 
Because teenagers will always... Don't let it happen again. Yeah. So kill them. These kill rowdy them teenagers will always choose sex over trying to save a child. Or, you know, just general general teen behaviour. Uh, whatever. I won't watch the kids. Yeah, it doesn't true. matter. Alice arrives back at the, the main common cam- ca- cabin area. God, that was hard to say. <laughs> main common cabin area. Yeah, yeah. That's very hard. That, that's right. This is where she turns off the lights. Yes. And closes the curtains. <sighs> and I was just like, you're just drawing attention to yourself. She's the Don't perfect, do that. the perfect storm of dumb and smart in this movie. Yeah. She's like, she does some good strategy things to kind of get away. But the next minute she locks herself in a tiny pantry. Yes. Where she's going to be found. <laughs> she locks herself in the pantry as the sound of someone entering and clambering about the cabin draws her attention. Smashing things in the room. Yeah, around wandering around, her. stuff like Obviously, that. Obviously, like, for a moment probably drawn, safe. Yeah, probably drawn to the fact that, you know, she'd flick the lights off and close the curtains. Mm-hmm. Which is like a big... Very conspicuous. Yeah, it's a big searchlight of, like, hello, I'm here. <laughs> Morse code. I am here. Yeah. Murder me. <laughs> Please. <laughs> the person uh, seemingly leaves mm. until we see the handle of the pantry door wiggle. Again, great moment because yeah. she, like, sinks down. She's like, takes a takes a sigh of relief. And you don't get a lot of close-up shots of the faces in this movie. No. Unless it's, you know, actually it's Mrs. Voorhees that gets the most close-ups when she's talking to her son and when her son's talking to her. Yes. But most of the close-ups are either the murders right in their face. Yeah. There's one part where she's just sitting there. She's just sat there, like, like trying to take a second okay. to breathe. Yeah. And then you just see... It's so quiet as well. Yeah. You just see it slowly she turn. She it for a second. And, and you're just like... you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. You just see it turn and you're like, oh, shit. And no. then it starts to rattle. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, And then ah! she is. And then she's done. <laughs> Mrs. Voorhees starts breaking down the door, swinging a machete... There it is. There's the machete. There's the machete that we get there that becomes the classic. She comes back to it, and that's that's the classic weapon. She breaks down a panel of the door, then just reaches a hand in to unlock Here's it. Here's Mrs. Voorhees. Basically, yeah. <laughs> At this point, if I was Alice, I would have gotten, like, you know, a can of beans or something from the shelf and be, like, smashing the shit out of her hand as she reached in oh, to yeah. grab the lock. You can, you can totally, like, how's she going to angle it beside and actually yeah. stab you efficiently? She can't. As soon as she, uh, yeah, because she it, has to wrench her arm. You she has it. to turn side on to get the free arm in, which means the machete is furthest away from you. Yeah. As soon as she reaches that hand in, fucking whack it with a tin of beans. Break the hand. Break, break them fingies. Yeah, slam it into <laughs> the broken door panel. Just do something. She's, she's terrified standing at the back of the pantry like I'm going to die Mrs. Voorhees opens the door and they have a tussle and she's got that face on that's like you're done yeah smirking at her like really you hid in here and then I wouldn't find you but Alice manages to knock her out again and makes her head bleed makes her head bleed there's a small pool of blood maybe she's dead did she do it and she and she just she just doesn't finish the job. Thank you. I've got in big, bold... Finish the job! <laughs> big, bold font. Okay, Annie, this is the third time you've <laughs> knocked her out. Please make sure she's dead this time. I say, Mrs. Voorhees is resilient as all hell. She has well, been, she's a fucking tank. She's been slammed into several objects, had them slammed against her in the temple, and yes. she's still kicking. She's just like, oh. She's not even showing any signs of, like... Just absolute concussion. <laughs> Cracks <all>. knuckles. <laughs> you like, where was I? Oh yeah, that's right, killing Alice. <laughs> Alice leaves to the docks. Why? Yep, you'd think you'd run to the road, you know, run to find... Mrs. Voorhees arrived in a working jeep. Yep. Take and the car. You got scared of the dead body in there that you could probably have just pushed out the door and just 
get started and get out. Yeah. Yeah. Although, to be honest, maybe she thought, oh, well, the car's just not going to work. It's gonna. It's a horror movie. The car's but Mrs. Work. Voorhees has drove in in a car. <laughs> the engine's probably still fucking running. True. Hop in, drive away. I mean, the car door was still open. Yeah. So, just get it. That would have been great. One of the many times Mrs. Voorhees was supposedly knocked out. Hop in the Jeep and yeah. drive away. It's just like the SpongeBob meme. What's it's bitch like, going to do? Coffin. Get yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, instead, she stares into the lake and is attacked from behind by Mrs. Voorhees, I guess. Luckily, the last time. The last time, yes. And it, the amount of times that it was like, are they going to kill her or not? Yeah. Is she going to live? They fight. This is the fourth time she's been threatened with death. They fight. They're kind live. of just. They're kind of just rolling around uh, on top of each other and stuff yeah, like that. That neither to, of them are particularly to sort of commit to punching each other or strangling. Yeah, they don't quite commit. Yeah, they Mrs. Voorhees of... like slams um, slams her head into the sand or something. Yeah, like a couple that. of times and then gives up. It's like you yeah, didn't even, you didn't even. But Alice gets the upper hand and grabs the machete, which has been dropped on the floor. Slow motion. We get a slow motion Love moment it. as she swings and cuts Mrs. Voorhees' head off because she realizes she's done for she gets that machete basically for some reason even though she's like oh, these dumb kids whatever I'll just stab them can't even stab this one nope killed six other people seven other people I think by that point yeah there's the two teenagers at the beginning of the movie yeah and then all the counsellors and yeah that, that's probably like seven or eight at that point yeah it's like it's a decent number of people you probably got a good kill count on you at that point yeah definitely and I put, yeah, this is pretty fucking badass. Yeah. I really like this. Yeah, I was like, I was literally like, I wasn't yelling because- But you were like, I was no! in my house, but I was like, yes, yeah, kill her! <laughs> and I, I know it's cheesy, but I even love Mrs. Voorhees' hands, like, clenching yeah. and unclenching. She's still got that, like, headless chicken energy that's, yeah. like, that's, like, still Just moving. as her, like, body starts to collapse. The energy in her body is still, like, tensing her muscles, like, in anguish that she yeah. failed- and I love she's, it. She's failed her son, and she's like, no! It's so good! Classic villain pose, but she's got no head. Yeah, she's got no head. <laughs> no! The moon is silent. The moon is high in the sky as the battle is won. Alice pulls a canoe into the lake and drifts into the centre of the water. Obviously, completely just delusion. Yeah, I think point. she's... I think she's just like, yeah. there's a boat, I need to leave. She needs to... I think she's at the point where she needs to rest... Like, either emotionally or physically. Just to be safe uh, yeah. in the middle of the lake, so then no one can get her. She just lets herself drift into the middle of the lake and just settles. Yeah. Uh, we cut to the next morning. Alice has passed out in the boat. Her fingers are just touching the water. A cop car, we see a cop car rounding the corner, heading towards the cabin office. And we're like, yes, finally. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ, there's like Took seven bodies enough. here. Didn't you thought this like you thought the smell of death would have carried all the way to town by that point? <laughs> the smell of death. The amount of blood spilled on that campground. Oh my god, yeah, true. Should have gone downstream, you know? <laughs> the water's turned red. <laughs> they they see Alice in the boat and head towards her. She wakes up, and as she sees the cop, she sits up and is suddenly grabbed from behind as young Jason pops out of the water and grabs hold of her, dragging her down into the water. Now I have to say they stuck for so long on the triumphant music where she was in the boat. She was in there just looking out at the cops like half like half awake, like yeah. oh, am I saved? Like this this triumphant music, like yes, she's the last one that lives. The long shot of her just there. Yeah. It takes like ten seconds and I'm like, oh, movie's finally over. 
Oh, she's she's gonna have some trauma, but at least she's alive. Oh my god! I was gonna say, did this make did this jump scare work on you? It did, but I wasn't like that. I was like, no. <laughs> Excuse me. Alice, no, you got through all of this and you passed out in the lake until morning, and you now get killed. Yep, she gets like, she gets dragged under the water by Jason. And she wakes up suddenly in a hospital bed. Then I'm like, yes, she's alive. <laughs> but then you're like, yes. Wait, was that real? Yeah. And you, you kind of like, does everyone, did everyone else say this? She's tended did to by a, this? she's tended to by a doctor and a nurse. And I just like to say that this, this extra, the nurse looked directly into the camera. <laughs> she's just like, you guys see in the show. It, it, it was, it was only a flicker, but I, for some reason my eyes just went, you, you're looking at the camera. <laughs> it's, it's a human thing, I think, to notice. <laughs> to notice when, when someone's looking at, at you. Yeah. Because it's like, it's a connection. It's like, huh? The police, the police. Helpfully tell her that all her friends are dead. Yep, and smiling, might I add. He's actually got a bit of a smirk, like, like, yep, not, not even, not even like gleeful or anything, but kind of just like a, yeah, yeah, they did. Still's about it. Because we already found all that out. You're just finding out now. Uh oh. She, Alice, asks if the boy is dead, the one who dragged her into the water, and the mm. cops say they didn't see anything and they didn't find any boy. And she turns and says, "Then he's still there." Yeah. Final shot of the clear waters of Crystal Lake as we zoom into the water. And you see a few little ripples. You see a tiny couple of ripples in the water like as credits roll. Down there and it's like, oh, is it it's out? really good. What a good ending. It's great. So that concludes Friday the 13th from 1980. So, Jade, give me a rundown for this movie. What did you think? Oh, well, to be honest, I really enjoyed it. Mm. I, um, I didn't really think, like, it was... I didn't really think it was going to be super my thing. Because yeah. Obviously, it's like an 80s horror film, so I'm kind of just like, not the target demographic, really. Yeah. I'm not a super big horror fan, and um, I don't really watch a lot of 80s films. Yeah, yeah, for kind sure. Not really what I've what I've watched previously. Mm. I liked it. I was surprised. Um, I think it definitely got a lot better as the movie went on, because a lot of the build-up for horror movies is probably the most boring because it's kind of plotting a story that you don't really care about. You just want to see the you just want to see the thrilling moments. Yeah, I and think the, a lot of the build up can be hard to get into. And despite the fact that this movie is like has been not parodied, but like its tropes have been used so many times in other movies. Yeah, and and video games too. A lot of yeah. video games. Like I'm um, I'm used to watching sort of um, horror horror games. Uh, something I like to watch people play. I don't play them myself because myself because it would be awful. I yes. hate it. But watching them, like watching people play them, I, I'm used to like Danganronpa. I'm used to the Quarry from yeah. last year. It's the exact same plot, just in a video game and with werewolves. <laughs> so Great. If you Great. if you enjoy those things and yeah. this movie, then I would recommend watching that because uh, yeah. But it's like it didn't feel boring or trite or well, yeah, it, anything it like that. It did. Of, it wasn't forced. Yeah, it felt like it was just playing out. Yeah, um, and it was. I just thought it was a good time. Yeah, yeah. It's a fun time. I think it's probably as well me being used to the sort of instant horror that we're used to in, yeah. in more modern movies and and sort of shows where it's like you're immediately aware there's something going on. For this film, it spent kind of the first twenty minutes going, oh, "There's something going on," but you don't know yet. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't boring, but it was like 
this, we're not at the meat of it yet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I, I think I'm definitely one of the people that's not as used to slow build-ups. Um, what did you think as far as the twist of Mrs. Voorhees being the killer, not the, not Jason? Yeah, I knew nothing about the film, so it was quite like, Mrs. Voorhees with the... Where's the mask guy? Yeah, where's the guy with the <laughs> hockey mask and the machete? Exactly, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. As someone who only knows the the classic sort of yeah, the the image of Jason, the, the hockey mask. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's a kid. Jason is a kid, but yeah. Around? But isn't it a guy? Oh, Mrs. Voorhees is the one stabbing everyone. Huh? Weird. <laughs> yeah. So I was kind of just not expecting. That. I think it's great. Yeah. It is a good use of um, it's a good use of that trope where it's. It's not them, but it's someone they know, and they're they're taking revenge. Yeah. The, the person you thought it was is actually dead. <laughs> and the, the use of, like, whatever's going on with Mrs. Voorhees' psyche. Yes. It's it's almost like she she takes on his legacy and kind of... Yeah. And is twists him. Like, keeping, keeping him alive inside her. He wasn't like that in, in life, I presume. Like, he was yeah. just a normal kid that, that just died because of negligence. Yes. But, like, the, the tragic... And it's like she she couldn't get past she couldn't get past it so had to like go on this quest for revenge yeah, and she took him on into her own mind so he'd always be alive with I'll her I'll do it for you you know all oh, of this is for you the the mama mm. the the theory is or what I've read is that that's um kill 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 ma mama oh wow so it's it's Jason. Speaking to his mother, telling yeah. telling her to kill. The echoes kind of in her mind. Yeah. Like a consistent sort of... Kill, 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 ma, ma, ma. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's it makes creepy. it really creepy, eh? Yeah, I don't like it. But that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I've read anyway, and I, I really like it. Yeah. As a theory. So, uh, for your personal enjoyment, what would you rate this? One being awful, ten being amazing. Where would you scale this for your personal enjoyment? Oh, for my personal enjoyment, I would say probably an eight... Because it's obviously not my usual fare. Yeah. Um, it's I, I loved it. Yeah. The experience was great. I love those sorts of like slow into into sort of a cluster of death. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, 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 goes, in, into oh, a cluster of death. One's dead, another one's dead, and they're all dead. You yeah. know, that sort of like build up to eventually someone's gotta deal with this. <laughs> yes. And and knowing who our final girl is and stuff like that. And it's just I great. love that my favourite got to got to live. You got lucky. Yeah. I was kind of like... That never happens in horror movies. <laughs> she lived. I wasn't expecting that. I thought they were all going to die from, the, from I, the blurb, you know? When you yeah. when you look at the movie with the trailer, it's it like... I didn't watch the trailer. I, didn't, I normally don't yeah. I avoid trailers for movies because they, they give away way too much. Yeah, and it's nice to be surprised. So I just saw the briefest like tag of... The, the counselors are slowly killed one by one. And I was like, oh, so they're all going to die. No. I, I have to agree with your, with your 8 out of 10. Like... Mm. For the legacy films, this is... It's a solid entry. It's definitely, like, th- th- you can't really recreate this in any way. Yes. Because it... They've li- tried. <laughs> they've tried and it failed miserably. It yes. was awful. But they... It's a notorious example. It lives in its... Classic. Yeah. It lives in its bubble of when it was made. And because yeah. of that, it, it doesn't feel trite and it doesn't feel redactive of its own tropes yes why it is it's the it original. is the original yeah and because it lives in that time capsule of being the original yeah you always have that respect and uh, it, yeah it doesn't feel say, old it's it's but if you made the exact same movie dignity but modern it wouldn't work it wouldn't because at all it, it just, would be like a two it's an entire 
different context, you know? Yeah. For modern modern context, you have phones, you have the internet, you have, like... It's a late, it's a late 70s setting. Yeah. And it works perfectly with what it is and how it was filmed and everything just works together really well, which yeah. I really love. And it kind of brings you into that time as well. You go, oh, well, you know, there, there were small towns that you couldn't really mm. contact anyone and mm. it was easy to cut the power and no one had any way to contact if the... No cell phones, cut. nothing like that. Yeah, yeah. no data, <laughs> no nothing. But even if you tried to, like, make this movie today but set in the seven, late 70s, 80s, it, it, just wouldn't, it wouldn't it work. It wouldn't be convincing. Yeah. People have a hard enough time doing, like, Victorian soaps and stuff like that. Yeah. Even then you're like, you look too perfect. Yeah. Everyone back then looked like trash. <laughs> Diseased. <laughs> so we like to give credit where credit's due. So is a particular actor or character you'd like to give props to in this movie? Someone who whose performance you just loved? I think you already know who I'm picking. Is it I Alice? loved Alice. Alice was really good. She was just the sweetest. Like, she deserved to get out of that scenario. She did. Yeah. She didn't deserve all of those corpses being presented to mm. her one by one, I have to say. I think so... the, the acting in general was actually <laughs> really good. Hmm. Especially for the time and everything like that. Like, everyone's playing their characters perfectly well. She played someone who was faced with the multiple courses of her dead friends very well. (laughs) Considering that's not something the average person goes through. It's kind of harder to act that out, but she looked absolutely absolutely traumatized. And those little moments, like, like in the pantry when the the door handle started wiggling. Really good. Immediate. She does such a good job. Oh, shit moment. Yeah. (laughs) I wanted to give my props to uh, Betsy Palmer, who played Mrs. Voorhees. Ah, yes. She stole the screen whenever she was there. Absolutely. She has such a small part. She's only in, like, the last 10, 15 minutes, something like that. The amount of power that her actions hold over the entire movie. Those close-ups on her face as she's talking to herself, you know... Kill her mommy. Like, you oh, feel I will. like you're in her head at that point. Oh, it's disturbing. Ooh. I loved it. It was really good. But credit all around, like, the acting in general was pretty good in this movie. Yeah, pretty solid, to be honest. I think mm. probably the only few irritants were a couple of the weird drawn out scenes where it felt like they were acting with nothing to do. Yes. Probably like, like Alice. Like Alice trying, trying to make her coffee and things like that. And rolling and around on the ground at the end was a bit much, I think. Probably sometimes the, the, it needed a few more shot changes. The game of Monopoly where they were trying to like, they were like, have the, <laughs> oh no, I gotta take off my shoe. They're like, have they cut yet? Uh, have they cut? Uh, Paul Mole, that's six dollars. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, gotta take off your sock. <laughs> Generally, a damn good time. Yes. I enjoyed it. Highly recommend. Um, yeah, like it's, it's a not, classic, and it really super does. Into horror, definitely, I would recommend it because it's it's only a few moments where mm. it kind of goes, oh, a corpse, yeah, <laughs> <They've> been stabbed. <laughs> you know, it's visual. It's like it's it doesn't get too psychological, really, because you're always in the perspective of the killer, so it's, yes. it's kind of you, really. <laughs> you're kind of you the one are doing the murderer. It. Well, I'm sorry to break. <laughs> It kind of, it feels less like when you play it When happen. you play Cluedo and you're like, wait, it was me? <laughs> it was me. In, I was the In murderer. the campground with the machete. With the machete. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's a it, probably a good starter film as well for the classic I trope. I think so, yeah. I think it's, it's not good. as intense as like trying to do something like Texas Chainsaw Massacre or trying to do like Hellraiser. It's not that intense. It's a nice like yeah classic yeah. slasher. Yeah. You've got a group of teens, they're going to be picked off one by one. You, you know, know the drill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know the drill. There'll be a final girl. They're She'll take the down woods. the villain. Like, <laughs> they're out 
and the words, hey, you listen to us talk about it, so you know the plot now. Whoopsie. Yeah. <laughs> but it's got some, it does some great camera work, it's got a good script, the acting's on point, the music's great. And to think it's that old at this point. Yeah. To think it's 43 years old 43 this year. 43 years old this year. It's like, God. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's still a fun, damn fun time. Yeah, it's still worth the watch. So, yeah, definitely. So give, give it a go. watch. Yeah. And if you were, if you've listened to this episode beforehand, then there's definitely nothing to be afraid of because you know what happens. Yeah, <laughs> you, you've already heard it all. You've already heard us. So go watch this it. classic. Just you know, feel free to skip some of the uh, more raunchy scenes if that's oh, not yeah, your, just... that your not your bag. Because believe oh. me, it wasn't my bag. Although Kevin and Speedo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Kevin's bacon, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin's bacon. <laughs> Wink. Um, <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me, Jade. I hope you had a good time, and I hope you come back for another episode at some point. Can't wait. I will <laughs> bring me back. <laughs> I'll bring you back with something like ultra, oh, ultra no, horror. No, 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 no. <laughs> I like, but you, you, you made it through Friday the 13th. Now let's do, like, hostel. <laughs> Um, otherwise thank you everyone for listening we hope you enjoyed this spooky halloween special and we'll see you again next week bye-bye now thanks again to our guests and thank you for listening don't forget to leave a rating and review it really does help people find the podcast and remember you can get in on the discussion by sending them an email cherrypophorror at gmail.com and or following them on twitter at cherrypophorror okay Good night. Sleep tight. Give me someone good to bite.